you know what? Let's do this take two because you were so low energy the first time. I had to virtually pimp slap you to get you in, in order, JQ. Are you ready? Yeah, I was ready the first time. Oh, see, I can see that virtual pimp slap has helped already. You know what? It's time to run this intro. Nitro is the glory. Welcome to the No Name RC Podcast with your host tonight, Keenan White, aka Lefty the Great. And if you are unlucky, the Finnish village idiot, JQ. This is the RC Podcast with no name, but plenty of content. So sit back, relax, and get ready for some serious bench racing. Yeah, yeah, yes, indeed. Nitro is the glory, but e buggy pays the bills. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number one hundred four of the No Name RC Podcast. I'm your host, Keena White, and joining me—I mean, well, you know, Keena White, aka Left of the Great—and joining me because I'm going to get it right this time to my virtual right. I don't know what I'm lost. I'm all lost in this stuff, but I can't point with the other thing. But to my right is, if you didn't know, that's. YouTube celebrity Joseph J. Quagrain, you know, super YouTube celebrity. What's up, JQ? How are you? I'm okay. Uh, I'm yeah. very engaged in this podcast. <laughs> you know, I had to, you know, we. this is our second take. We don't do many second takes on the podcast, but this is our second take because, you know, Joseph wasn't engaged. He was busy working. He doesn't even want to turn on his green light. He doesn't care about his lighting and all that type of stuff. You know, he's burnt himself out on video and lighting and YouTube already, haven't you, Joseph? No. Yes, you have. We're going to talk about your latest video in a minute, but um, before we do that, we have to shout out and say thank you to some people. All right, Joseph? Why don't you do that? All right, so first, shout out. Actually, you know what? I'm going to put myself on the screen while you go back to work. Oh, I, I, I actually, re relief, uh, uh-oh. Uh I actually... Um, Uh, Do you not know how this program works? It's, it's not working properly. No, yes, it is. I'll show you. Why well, now? Why am I switched over? There you go. All right. Don't worry about it. All right. So big thank. What's up, everybody? Shout out to the NNRC squad around the world. Thank you guys for all your support. Um, the sharing, everything that you've done. We're almost at three thousand likes on our Facebook page. Can't wait. We've got a big uh, Christmas show planned. We're going to do some giveaways. Talking to the sponsors to give back to you guys. And whatnot. So pay attention for that. We have Whip It Wednesday today as well. So get those. I'm going to pick somebody from Whip It, Whip it Wednesday post that get entered into a competition that we'll have on uh, the Christmas show. Shout out to all the patrons on Patreon. Thank you guys for all your support. Without you guys, you know, I won't be able to get nice, cool new toys that I'm waiting for to come now. Like a new camera that I'm excited about. And I greatly appreciate you guys' support and that. Um, if you want to be a patron, you can go. It's in the written description. It's greatly appreciated. It also helps keep these bills paid on the, at the you know, at the new studio that we have. So thank you very much. Um, shout out to our guest this week, my buddy Chasen uh, Ehrlich, uh, the yeah dude. We him and I become really good friends. Um, former pro skater, just you know, he's found RC again. He's deep into it. Just a cool dude. Got some cool stories. I wish I could sit off and talk with him, tell him some more stories, but he's got a cool new project product coming out called the command module. If you guys haven't seen it, I've been kind of promoting it on Instagram and whatnot. Hopefully I'll have one in my hands here soon. 
Very cool. Thank you, uh, the yeah dude, for coming in, uh, coming on. A shout out to all the CTRC dudes up there in SoCal backyard, uh, backyard. One of the best backyard tracks out there. So shout out to him. Thank you for his time. Shout out to the awesome sponsors of this podcast. They are just companies that have stepped by us. You know, what? I gotta mute Joseph because he's doing something in the back. There we go. You know, I I gotta mute him. Uh, I thought I was muted. I'm gonna mute you. So I gotta mute Joseph because he's in the back doing something. And is making noise. Um, shout out to the companies that support us. If you're a company and you think this is a great platform to promote your product, give us a shout. Give us a shout, please, because we're looking, you know, 2021, we're looking to do more video, stuff like this. We have, you know, we're learning. We're learning. But definitely on the audio side, we definitely have got, you know, we're doing pretty good with that. So shout out to RCMX Online, Techno RC, Beach RC, Papa Willie's Traction Tonic, Sun City RC, Manscaped.com, Rob's Oil, uh, JQ Threads, Wally Builds, uh, Racecraft USA. They're coming on here soon. Shout out to them, the command module. Uh, shout out to Connor Ehlers of the Loof Cranes for all the support. Um, and just shout out to, like, you know, just all the people that support us, man. Wally Builds, you know, check him out. He comes and gives us a time. He's going down to the Baja 1000 this week. So we won't do a live, but he'll probably have some cool stories next week. And, um, yeah, don't forget, JQ Racing. Shout out to all my JQ Racing family around the world. Love you guys. You've been a big part of my journey. Greatly appreciate it. I know 2020 has been kind of meh, but 2021's coming. Let's see what that has in store for us. Uh, and just thank you to everybody that supports the podcast. Please, showing the sponsors some love, shows the podcast some love. We have affiliate links for BeachRC. If you could use that, please do. Um, we have promo codes for Manscaped. You save 20% off your off your order. Get yourself, you know, Christmas gifts. Papa Willie's Traction Tonic. We also have promo codes for that. You save some money on your Traction Tonic. So show the sponsors some love. It shows the podcast some love. And, yeah, we greatly appreciate it. All right, so Joseph's under control. Let me bring him back in. And, oh, I actually removed him from the street. Oh, God. Geez. I know you was waiting all that time to, to use your Hitachi. Oh, I'm under control. Yeah, yeah. I like this Joseph better than the Joseph I had 10 minutes ago. Are we done yet? No. Did you read all the ads? No, we've done before the ads. So now we're getting onto the podcast part of things. So, Joseph, it's been another gloomy week there in Finland. Let's talk about that. What is it like in Finland right now, weather wise? Dark and wet and cold. So, is it dark like. Most of the time there now. Yeah, I don't know when the sun comes up because I'm asleep. But a, I don't know. Maybe let's see nine or something. But then it's dark. It's dark already, like four. So really, basically. This. When was the last time you spent a winter in in Finland? Ten years ago. Oh wow! So this is a big. Uh, this is something like really big for you then like you haven't done this yeah. for a long time you're always in california or traveling somewhere at this time yeah so basically sun goes up at eight and goes down at four hmm. still all right you know what joseph i just received a message from mayako and we have to tell you know we forgot that they're the the sponsors it's it's going to be the sun will go up at 9 soon and go down at 20 past 3 20 past 3 in so the that's your day oh wow in not much afternoon. time yeah. at all 
Not no. much t- time at all. And it's shitty during the... It's, is it snowing yet? Or is it... How is it? No, it hasn't been snowing. Okay, so it's just like rainy and cold. Yeah, global warming. Oh my gosh. You need, we need to get you out of there. You know what, Joseph? We have a message from our uh, title sponsor, Mayako. And it reminds everybody to go like and follow both the Mayako Facebook and Instagram pages and then share the pinned Facebook post. With this, you will have a chance of winning any, a sorry, have a chance of winning, winning a eighth scale nitro buggy of your choice along with the, along with industry leading nitro engine. And li- li- I don't know, man. They got to work on their, their paragraphs here. Along with industry-leading nitro engine pipe and screws. The contest ends the 15th of January. Go check them out on Facebook and Instagram. Enter the competition. They also sent us some messages to tell the NNRC listeners. The first one is talent. Opportunity, quality, and talent results in dominance. You can't replace talent with anything, but Mayako does help. Hmm, interesting. The next word... This they, podcast helps. This All pod- the knowledge we share. Yeah, probably. Probably, I would say, and our opinions. Can I finish my ad read? Stop interrupting me throughout the title sponsor's ad read, Joseph. What is wrong with you? Have some manners. Grit. Perseverance until until the goal is achieved. You can never give up. Mayako will let not let you down. I almost said they will let you down. Why did you leave? Anyway, thank you to Mayako as the title sponsor. Um... Check them on an Instagram. I have been posting up uh, their their they coming up with words every day. Like and like I I don't they're getting to something and I, I just kind of want to know what they're getting to her and I don't know but they're offering up the chance to win a eight scale nitro buggy, an engine, servers, and a pipe. So go check them out. Follow them on Facebook. Enter the competition and I guess you can win an eight scale buggy, a complete car. You can't go wrong there. All right, Joseph. Um. What's up with me? Where you go, dude? Why did you leave? Come back up here. We need you back. Uh, uh, was you doing something secret that you didn't want everybody to see? Not really. All right. So I wanted to, before I went on any further, I just wanted to say thank you to everybody that reached out to to me personally about my daughter. Um, a couple of people who reached out to have kids who had the same issues, you know, rashes, and it looks like it's eczema. I even had my buddy, uh, Andreas, who lives in Costa Rica. He's a doctor. His wife is a, a dermatologist, so she was explaining to me what's going on. Um, it looks like she's just got eczema and will have a food allergy. We have Allergic f- to you and your bullshit. Well, That's my guess. It might be that JQ shirt that I always wear, that I wear, and she just gets, she's allergic to you. Even just the sight of you turns her off. Um, <laughs> but apparently we don't, we're not really um, pinpointed what food activates it, but She's doing it a lot better. She's healed up. We've, we, I got some nice cream on her. We got some medicine, some better medicine. She's healing up. Now we need to figure out how to stop her from being a demon child because she's just getting worse and worse and worse. I think I need to bring Joseph down to help me babysit. Oh, my God. If you had to deal with my daughter for one hour, Joseph, you would literally go crazy. I know you would. I'm a good babysitter, actually. Oh, gosh. You're good at everything, Seriously. apparently. I treat kids like adults. I know you do. You actually, I've literally watched you sit there and talk to a kid like you're talking to me. No need to patronize them. It's like, Seriously, this, this baby swear. doesn't even speak English properly. And it's like, so what do you think about the droop on this car? How much camber do you think I should put in her? Do you think if I, 
drop yes. 0.2 grams, I would shave 1.2 seconds off my fastest lap. There's two things about children that I really don't like, and everyone basically does it. One is the talk to children like they're retards. Oh, Gucci, Gucci, like all that bullshit. Like, just treat them normally. Act normal. Is this okay? a sign? That's the first thing. Mm -hmm. Second thing, no one cares about your stupid baby. Why does everyone post them everywhere? Facebook, Instagram. Everyone has a fucking baby. Everyone loves their own baby. We know that, okay? Why does everyone have to do that? You I know don't what? get it. You know what? I will never ever, if I ever have a child in my life, I will never post a stupid baby picture and make some sappy, stupid caption about how much I love that baby and how it changed my life. Jesus Christ. Wow, that's because you haven't had a baby and you haven't had your life change. And No, I yeah. will never do that. And guess what? You have to if actually... If I do that, you, I will pay for your flight ticket to fly over and shoot me in the face. <laughs> no, I would not do that in Finland. You because can pick the gun. Seriously. <laughs> well, first off, the chances of you happen. having a baby is very slim. You know, first you have to find somebody to reprocreate with you. But even if even if that was to happen, still never go, it's never gonna happen. I, I, I I'm, look, gonna I'm guilty for like this. I'm retard, and I'm not gonna post pictures of hey, them. I told you, I told you about using that word, uh, retard. Can it's not? It's well, not. It's not. Sorry. It's not PC. What are you supposed to say? Mentally. Mentally challenged. Yeah, I believe so. Um, you are definitely mentally challenged. So you give a bad name to those people too. Um, <laughs> there's people who suffer from that affliction. You you just have never had a kid. I I've put up kids like people like my daughter. Like I think she's 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 definitely a character. She's definitely a handful too. Um, but thank you to everybody that reached out. Joseph, we don't have to worry about Joseph ever posting pictures of his kid because first he has to find someone to have one with, and we all know that's not working out too good. This mystery girlfriend that he had for a few I months. I really don't care. Will you get closer to the mic? I said I really don't care. Now, anyway, get on to the podcast. I don't have all night. One thing about you. <laughs> when I ask you to engage, then you over -engage. It's like you have no limit. Like It's like no in-between for you. It's either, uh, it's either I don't care. No, or, I'm really busy. I have a lot to do. We're all you can't busy. see the mess here. There's a, there's a lot. You won't show right me. Now. You won't show me the mess. There because You're interrupting my very science mode situation here. I know. I so know how it is. I know how it is, Joseph. Done. Shush I'll up. continue. Will you be quiet, and then okay, we can. What's the first question? We have. We're not even going to there. We gotta. We gotta talk about a few things first, Joseph. Oh my. Something okay, big happened we this week. For, something big happened this week. Last week, I know. Well, something kind of big happened last week. You dropped your video with your new farm buddy Bruno Coelho, and it was an absolute nerd fest. I would say. Not my new fun buddy. We've been buddies since 2000. You wasn't sure. You wasn't sure until you actually recorded with him if he liked you or not. I think he just he, about likes he you. He hates me, I think. Well, I mean. But he's kind of, he, he doesn't really want to admit it. Uh, he's talented, though. I mean, he was able to break down every, like, to think back and see that corner and know what you was doing. Like, I, I I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch all the videos. That's video. not talent. That's huh? intelligence. It's talent, That's not too. talent. That's, no, it's not. You that dude talent is, probably wouldn't know what the fuck they did. They were just, I don't know. That's not talent. That's got nothing yes, to do with Yes, of course he talent. has intelligence. Jeez. One thing about you. I'm, oh, I'm so sorry to insult your great video. Oh, Oracle of setup. They're freaking out <laughs> over him. You know? 
What are you doing? At th- you, the thing about you, you want to know every millisecond of that corner. So when did you release brake? And when did you apply? And how much brake did you apply? How much throttle did you feather it? Did you use micro increments? Are you, this is what you want to know. But what he said made sense. I didn't watch it all, unfortunately. I have to finish yeah, it. It went way over your head. I understand that. That's, you are not the demographic for that video. <laughs> you, you play with He-Man and scale trucks. Oh, okay, that's oh. enough. You don't need to know about that. Speaking shit. of scale trucks, serious scale motorsports racers well, who want you know to do what? well, want to become champions. It's a great you video. Know? It's, I, I think you should do more driving technique videos as well. Um, I think Tebow does a good one, so maybe you and Tebow can do a collab. Yeah, maybe, maybe I should have Tebow on this show. Yeah, he can do a, a driving clinic collaboration with you, but uh, I don't yeah. know how that would go. Um, as for I scale, be fine. you know, I actually, you up. can't see, but I actually did started some wrenching back there, taking my TRX axles apart and re-greasing them, getting them ready for my scale event that I'm attending on December 6th. And I have, I have a new little project going on, Joseph. I haven't even told you about this and I ain't telling nobody about this. I wait till everything comes into that I get comes and I've got a plan and it's going to be good. And it's going to be 2021 and everybody's going to have to follow it, but it's going to be good. It's going to be good for me, health-wise. It's going to be good for you. It's going to be good for. It's going to be good. It's going to be. It's going to be great. You know, I'm gonna. It's going to be good for me because I get to do RC again, and um, yeah, you'll see. But more about that later. Joseph, you owe me one million dollars. I do actually. You owe me one million dollars. Now, unfortunately, this is unicorn dollars. He was close. You was almost owed close. me a million dollars by one hour. All right, so. Pissy, Mr. Salty right here. He's been, he's been kind of salty the last few days. I would even say pissy more than salty. And snapping at people and not wanting to talk to everybody. And I get it. He's in creative mode, right? Yeah, leave me alone. He's got his unicorn uniform and he, you know, doing photo shoots in his uniform and his unicorn costume and all that type of stuff. But um, I remember saying to you, Joseph, I guarantee you RC2 sells out. In 24 hours it won't it will not and i was like you you salty i thought you salty then like two hours ago it was like joseph i just need four more and it sells out oh you was uh, like i i think you almost said i was right i think you almost said that you almost said right, Keenan, you was right but yes congratulations rc2 uh signups went well i think it's 145 at this time uh, I signed up. Everybody's asking me, am I going to race? I'll tell you what, man. If I was going to race one race, this would be the race to do it. Why? I wouldn't have to. You should it. race lefty. I you should. Know, I'm going to petition that. I'm putting in a petition for you to race. I'll race if you wrench on my car. There's no way. Well, I've got to do everything else while I race. I think you need to race because everyone needs to enjoy themselves more. Yeah, I agree. And watching you is probably going to be funny. <laughs> I, I walked right into that one i can't even get out of that we one. could even make a make it a feature you know have well, matt and rc racing tv like paint your body a di- very distinctive pink or something with pink wheels and pink wing or something just i don't know what or raster colors yeah that's your thing yeah raster color body wing and wheel and wheels <laughs> and then just watch that car, film well, that car. There's, this is how it's going to work. If we do that, you got to build me a car. I don't have a car. I can do that, but I'm not going to be working on it. No, no, you, I'll, I'll work on it. I'll work on it. 
I want a new car. Yeah. Okay, look, what, you know what? We're doing this then. We're doing this. We're right here. Okay. You're going to build yeah. me a car. I want, look, I'm telling you what I want. I want a full joke you rod. Okay, I want, it will be ready to go. No, 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 no. And I don't want some used piece of shit. I want brand new everything. Let's get this straight. Because it's Broken been a long time since I've had a brand new nitro car. So I want new nitro car, new servers, and I want a new ultimate engine. And I want, and I want it properly built by you. I have a lot of demands. With you all the you tricks, realize. you have a lot of time. Because <laughs> you ain't going anywhere anytime soon. So there you go. Now, what do you think, okay. people? Uh, a new nitro car, a new ultimate engine. I want one of the new engines, too. The new ones that come out. New sacrifice serv service. And I'll bring my radio and receiver. And I want all the hop-ups and everything done on it. I want it set up. And I'm not going to touch it. I'll make some small changes. You need to come early then so you can drive somewhere. Yeah, we, well, I, that, the plan is that if things go well, we will be, be in California early because I've heard that DNC uh, news is coming out this week. Oh, yeah. This week they announced new location, I heard. Oh, yeah? Where did you hear? From someone. No, I mean, what? Lo where's the location? Sorry. Oh, I don't know. Okay. California, SoCal. So well, there's a new, new there's like a new guy that's got this private track that everybody's going to. I don't know if you'll have something like that, but where's that? Uh, in SoCal, or not in SoCal, a little bit north of So, like going out to Santa Barbara Bay. I was told. I might be wrong. So, mm -hmm. I haven't heard anything. Is it going to be the same dates? Have you heard that? Yeah, end of February. All so. right, so th that's actually. But the problem is, it might be on the date of the no prep race. Now I want to go to that too. I don't care about no prep. When you make ten thousand dollars, when you win it, a lot of people. <coughs> excuse me, people. No prep, I'm, no I'm a, Excuse me, people. If you see me coughing and stuff, um, I've been a little bit sick since Sunday. COVID. Yeah, of course. The first thing you think when you get sick, you think you got COVID. But um, I'm all right. I'm just got a cold. I hope. Um. All right, Justin, so I'll collect my million unicorn dollars here soon. I'll take, in lieu of a, a million unicorn dollars, I'll take a new car, perfectly set up for when I get to California. And we have it right here. We're recording the day before this releases. It's November 11th. No, sorry, November 11th. It's November 17th, 2020 at 1.50 a.m. Joseph has promised Lefty a car for RCGP. But I would race that race because you know why? I have a schedule. I have uh I don't have to worry about tires. I can get, you know, I don't have to glue up a whole bunch of tires. I can buy pre-glued tires right there. Come to think of it, any can we re, can we release any idea of what the what the control tire will be for RC two? Or you can't release? No, the negotiations are ongoing. Okay. So and what about the but electric? Yeah, they will be pre-glued. All right, and the e-buggy side, because aren't, isn't there going to be an e-buggy class, a small e-buggy class as well? I'm not sure about the e-buggy class, okay. to be honest. All right. I don't know. All right, well, we'll see. I know there's some rule changes and stuff. I guess uh, RCGP will release that when they are ready. So who knows? Um, another quick catch-up. I would like to see you and Savoya do a video, Joseph. I think it would be good. The banter between yeah, you guys would be great. It might be good. We can talk a lot about balls. And, yeah. You know? Yeah, I think you should do actually, it. Actually, it would be a good video because I, I would insist that we find the reason for him 
only finding success when he, have, he has balls <laughs> to play with. I don't think that would go too well with yeah. his sponsors. I, right I now, have a theory. I actually have a theory. But I'm not gonna I'm gonna save it for that video. Hopefully he comes on one day. We're gonna analyze his career and his disastrous moves. T purely from a technical standpoint of car and driver and setup preference. Right. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. It would be good. Another thing I saw today, I saw Hara is actually at an eight scale track practicing. We was just questioning like where his It's amazing. Huh? It's like amazing. Hara is I don't know what's going on with Hara. He's like the ultimate RC gypsy. He's the ultimate RC gypsy, and I think he's lost it. Listen to this. Oh, wait. So, you know, for the book, I asked all... Of, okay, I asked a bunch of drivers first for quotes so that I can have a quote, you know, a chapter on Kamba, my favorite subject, and then I have a quote from someone about Kamba. You know, I, I was secretly hoping, like, I hope they say something that sort of backs backs up my argument in the chapter. So anyway, I started getting replies. Then one, one funny one was, you know, me and Boots, we had a bit, a bit of an issue there earlier with my last Facebook Live. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I even messaged him. I wasn't really expecting a reply. But anyway, then I didn't get a reply, so then I just told him, Oh, sorry, world champions only, because... <laughs> so now he hates me even more, probably. But I did that because the only people that actually replied happened to be world champions. So then I thought, okay, I'm only going to get the world champions. So I got Kanai, Degani, Vidis. I went back in time, like, mm -hmm. people I hadn't really messaged, because I had Ron Falk and Robert, and, the well, not Ty, didn't reply to anything. So then I'm like, Hara, I have to get Hara. So I kept messaging him. <laughs> and then, then this was his reply. Please complete your plan without me. Sorry, I don't take that chance. I am not in the mood right now. Thanks. <laughs> what a, like, that, basically like one sentence about setup. I even remember something he said in the past. And I say, I remember you said this. That could be a good one. But that was his reply. So I don't know what's going on, to be honest. But maybe that's a just, very strange. Maybe he just doesn't like reply. you anymore. So I don't know what's happened, but it's a very cryptic response. Well, he was out practicing today. I really would like to get him on this podcast to to pick his brand and talk about because the man's incredibly talented, man. Incredibly talented. And um Yeah, I don't know. It's just a shame. Like I think like like when he made that like turn to go S works, no offense to S works, but it was back before the, the current people that earn it. And they did that whole S works thing. That's like, we always said it. Like, I think that's the one defining move in, in someone's career where their career was kind of like, ugh, it was never the same after that. And I'm hoping with HB, he gets that back, but we haven't really seen much from HB with him and all that type of stuff. So Maybe this is a start. I know he's been married. I know he's been living. Like, COVID's just messed up a lot of things for everybody. Um, another thing I wanted to touch on real quick before we move on to the news. Uh, it's really good. I know I'm I, like, all right, yes, I'm tooting the RCGP horn today. Sorry, guys. But the collaboration with House of RC and the sign-up, I think, made things run very smoothly. Um, one of the reasons I signed up as well, well, first of all, I'm getting messages at first thing in the morning on Sunday, like I'm trying to watch Formula One and people's like, all right, like, I want to sign up for RCGP. I'm like, it opens up 
at 12 p.m. CST. So one thing we have to do, one thing I think they need to do in the future is like say, okay, so 12 CST is this time for e Eastern time, this time for this time, this time for that time, right? So people out. But I was answering messages for all of that. It was pretty simple. You made a profile on House of RC, and then you went in and signed in. And I think is the plan from from her forward is to use our House of RC for everything concerning RCGP. Like, uh, like if you wanted to if at the race, you want to check where the racing is. Everlaps going to be there, or how is it going to work? Everlaps is the software, right. but used for the lap counting. Okay, will it be all integrated but with with House of RC though? I don't know what's going to be on House of RC. Okay. To be honest, maybe I need to ask Connie. I mean, surely that race page should have all the relevant information. So right. it would be easy because you just go to that race page, same as where you sign up, and you have everything there. Like, go to live results or view live video and all that stuff. I think it would make sense, and uh, probably the website also has it. But okay, yeah. Well, officially, House of RC isn't really open to the beginning of the year, I think, of next year. It's still in beta form. No, it's open. Is it open? It's out of beta? Any, anyone can. Well, oh. it's still sort of right, in the right. early days, but anyone can register. Well, I know. I was busy checking it. I've got it set up like an app on my phone, so I just boop, and I was like, yeah. oh, yes, 90. Joseph owes me a million dollars. I've never been excited over imaginary million dollars ever in my life. It was more to prove, like, to do this to you. And say he was wrong, but uh, good stuff. You know what, Joseph? Anything else you want to catch up on? I think it's time to go on to the Manscape RC news. How about you? Yeah, you know what? Fuck you. You woke me up. I'm gonna say something. Okay. I think that there, there's a big problem we have in this industry. We are very small, and if we are to do something greater than we are right now we need to collaborate, we need to work together. Mm -hmm. And one thing that's very common in this industry, except for cars, because uh, people just, oh, this car is winning, so let's just copy it. With everything else, it seems that everyone does their own thing. So let's say someone has a database of tracks. No, yeah. It's like, yeah. no, there's We're another place. We're not gonna actually work with these people who have a database of tracks. We're gonna make our own database of tracks. So, it's it's this situation where I wish it we could find a way to there to work in a way where one company does one thing really well and then another company does another thing really well, a third company does something else really well, and they would all work together instead of all trying to do everything themselves. Mm -hmm. So RCGP has this race series, right? Well, it's not point isn't really to build an entry system and that oh. Here's someone who's trying to do something new and big in RC. Okay, they can do the entry system. We use use their system, work together. You know, this kind of idea. And surely there are other companies also in RC who have something else. For example, I've recommended to him there are some websites that have a lot of setup information, all the setup sheets, all the manuals, Petit RC, for example. They always gather all that info. So that. how do we get House of RC and them to work together? So, you you know, this is the goal. Win-win. Figure yeah, out a win-win. Not figure out, okay, so let's just do everything separately. It's, 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 it's just a common thing in life. It's a common thing in RC. Oh, I don't like this track. I'm going to build my own. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's And difficult. then everybody suffers. It's like her in the Dominican Republic. I see, like, coconut stands. Okay, so one guy opens up a coconut stand right here. 
And the other guy opens up a coconut stand 50 feet down the road on the other side. And then the other person on that side, actually, you know, you got a whole street full of coconut stands and nobody's making no money. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're all selling the same product. But there is quite a few websites like this RC Garage, I mean, Homer's thing, all this type of stuff. But I haven't seen any as good as House of RC yet. So, and I just know it's, it's I know Connie's passion to that. Like, you know what I mean? So I, I don't doubt his cat. I think it's great. I think it was great. It got new people to go to House of RC. It got them open. Now they could go in there and make their profiles, make it look all fancy. And the cool thing, the cool thing about this, and I hope you guys do this, and I hope, um, I hope that they listen, is the one of the coolest things that I always liked was from the 2018 Nationals, Fuel Nats at Southside. Lance and, and Brian and guys, they went all out. They had a whole booklet, a whole pamphlet. Every drive was 250, 70 entries, I think. But, you know, every driver had a picture of the car, them, age, location, a little quote from them. I would, I still have that. I have it in my backpack. It's one of my, my keepsakes from a race, my first ever nationals race that I went to. If I could make one suggestion, it would be to RCGP to do something similar. Like a pamphlet, not digital, but an actual pamphlet. doesn't have to be a booklet, a pamphlet with the drivers on it, explaining to everybody, explaining. So when people, let's say somebody comes to watch the race, you can give it to them. And not only that, the racers have something to take home. I always, I think they should get a care package anyway, you know? I, I, we need to bring that back to people, to racers. And that's what I liked about the national. You got a care package, you got like um, a shirt. I'm not saying you have to do all this, but you got a lot. You know what I mean? And people's like, well, that's a, that doesn't matter. It doesn't mean nothing. It does mean something. Anyway, sorry. That was just my me rambling on about something. All right, Joseph, you know what? It's time to go on to the Manscaped RC News. We don't have much news here. But as you guys know, this part of the podcast is brought to you by manscaped.com for the line of products when it comes to men's care. It's not just men, but it's promoted to men. I myself have a lawnmower 3.0. I use it religiously. My wife uses it religiously. It is the best razor I have used to shave my beard, my balls, and my body because I am a silverback gorilla underneath all this. Sexiness, I am a silverback gorilla. So, you know, I must get shorn on a regular basis. So I have to actually get some replacement uh, replacement blades here soon, and I have to get some boxers because their boxers look really comfortable, so I'm going to order a bunch of them. I am going to use my own promo code of no name N-O-A-N-A-M-E, in all caps, to save 20% off my order and get free, free shipping. So please, everybody, go to www.manscaped.com, pick yourself up. The uh, lawnmower 3.0, it comes in a nice kit. It comes with boxers, shirt, ball deodorant, ball moisturizer, and everything. And check out, take a look at all their products because you save money on everything by using that promo code. It will be in the link in the description above, uh, below of this podcast. Makes great Christmas gifts. Christmas is coming up, and it's not just for men. It's for women. Remember, manscaped.com. Use the lawnmower 3.0. Cut through the jungle to find your manhood. So, Joseph... Not too much RC news going on. There was uh, not really, I mean, the biggest race was, you know, there was a race at Thunder Alley this week. Um, and there was a race at Hobby Black. So there were races all over, but there weren't much. Can you stop tinkering? Please. Uh, yeah. All right. So my first news is that we, the team Nelson Racing Fuels, Chris Nelson has released some fuels. I like how he did it. He had a press release this week. Actually, he had a press release live the day we did our live last week. That's why I was a little bit slow. But I was trying to, you know, manage it where I didn't cut on his live. I thought he was doing it early. Anyway, whatever. 
Very good. I haven't seen this for a while. I know you were famous for doing press release, like an actual press release. He had um, Matt Olsen and and Stephen Best, as well as Tyler Brown. They all came to his house. This guy has a nice garage. He has a lot of toys. And they talked about his new fuel coming out, man. He's been doing a lot of extensive testing, and he wants to sell this, and he's getting it in the hobby shops. So congratulations to Chris Nelson, TNR Fuel. What's the fuel? TNR Fuel. Team Nelson Racing Fuel. Uh, he's made a blend especially for um, touring car to get because what it is in touring car they're using the like especially in GT too they want to use lower percentage of nitro to get more runtime so they're using like sixteen percent. My buddy does it her oh done it and he puts like a different head on it so it gets more power and all that stuff. And this is so it's a good you know we got another fuel company. It's probably gonna take he wants to take the place of Byron's. Not saying he'll ever be like you know not saying not that he's saying he'll be Byron's, but fill that gap that Byron's had. He's got it a lot. In a, it seems they have a lot of orders at, at local hobby shops, and I guess they're going to go nationwide. But I really like how they did it. They did a press release, had people there. It was good. So check them out, and kudos to you, Chris Nelson. And back on Nitro, Joseph, we touched on this a little bit, but I kind of wanted to bring it up. Um, the the EU trying to force the, uh, the regulation on Nitro in Europe. So... Basically, yeah. as of this is what it is. I'm looking at the, uh, the the letter now. After it's after a terror bombing in 2017 in Barcelona and some of the other Euro, other European cities, the EU has f- has found that regul that a regulation, blah blah blah. It's a lot of big holes in their regulations. As a consequence, as a consequence, on the in 20th of June 2019, the EU uh, made a new law new law for all countries. The regulation. EU 2019, blah, blah, blah. The EFRA member countries pertaining to the section and not in the, not in the EU. It's confusing how it's written this. But basically, the EU has declared that... The confusing part is how you read it, yeah. Kanan. Now, it's, I'm reading it how it is here. <laughs> Come on, man. The EU law declared that nitromethanol can be used freely in, concentra- in, in a concentration lower than 16%. And that be able to to purchase any fuel with more than sixteen percent nitro, both the individuals and the professional shops and distributors will need a license. Please take notice. I have mentioned sixteen percent. We'll come back to that. They're trying to limit the glory, dude. I don't like this. What is going on, Europe? Like, why? Like, what's what? Like, what? What have you heard about this, Joseph? Has it gone into effect yet? No, next year we will start. This is actually where a federation can be good because a federation can say like, look, we have all these people who do this and then get some sort of license for everyone. Get a petition going. Or make it easy. Some sort of like get you you get become a member and you race nitro and you get a license, then that includes a license to buy fuel. Mm Mm-hmm. Or whatever you know like there's a I way agree. to solve it Efra is all about politics right well this is politics why don't you know more bureaucracy and stuff they would love they should love this you know they can go have meetings and you know yeah I, I forgot you're, you're, you're on the shitty on side stuff. of Efra right now you're not happy with them anything else you want to mention yeah. about that working on a video on it okay so can't we can't say all right um you know what? I actually think your idea is great. I think P- 
people don't mind paying for stuff if they don't have to go through hassle. Okay, so you're going to run Nitro? You want a license? Don't make everybody pay for a license. Make people that want to run Nitro. And then when you go to run Nitro, you have to show that you have your license and you can have it and you can pur purchase fuel. They can work this out. They just need to do it. They don't. They just don't want people to get licenses. I don't know. Somebody, somebody, somebody in this line is in this line somewhere is not going to make money as much money as they used to making fuel too along this line somewhere, some way, somehow. But we'll be. It will be interesting to see. What if you have to run sixteen percent next year, Joseph? Oh my gosh. I don't think sixteen would be a problem, but I think actually the problem is that it's lower than sixteen. Right. Isn't that what the letter said? It said like six. We can't even run sixteen. Like we would have to run something lower than that. It says the main difference with the previous regime is that today the use of under thirty percent is free and that there is no appeal. Um, hold on. If a license system is commonly accepted, we may consider to keep on with the twenty-five percent. This subject is under observation the whole next season. A license allows a holder. I mean, I'll be honest with you. If a license isn't hard to get, I see why not letting this happen. Don't just let it happen. I'm trying to find where they say. The if we can't control if it happens or not. Well, that's their problem. They want to control that shit. So, all right, here we go. The, the, we need to let them know that 16% in, in weight is 14.248% in volume. Anything under 14% is totally unacceptable. So, yeah, yeah. I could see that. Interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with this. Very interesting. I think the re I thought the e reasons for env environment. You just leaving me. This dude's just leaving me. He must better be bringing up something nice to show me. Uh, I thought you was picking up something to show me. Very interesting. I can't show you. Oh, I'm gonna slap you next time I see you. I thought this was about. Like the environment and stuff. It's about terrorist attacks and stuff. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, Joseph. Um, just looking for my notes here. Sorry. The only other news I have is that Tebow went to Hobbyplex and Mason Fuller gave him a hard time there. Uh man, uh, was it Mason? Yeah, I think it's Mason's the older Fuller. And I'll tell you what, man, when you go to this track, that Hobbyplex, it's kind of like the OCRC. There's guys that know that track, like Ashton's one of them, he does well. Mason and Seth and Dan and these guys, Tebow has his hands full when he goes to this race, this race, but he likes going there. So he went up there to do the techno um, series. And yeah, that's about it. I don't really have much news going on, Joe. Oh, I see Losi released a uh, new RTR monster truck that costs almost $550. I know who won't be getting one of them. Every single influence in YouTube got one of them. They sent... Mark, like Mark Santoria had one, RC Inside. All these guys got one of those Lucy trucks to test out. Come on, Joseph, you gotta get you gotta get build up your YouTube cred, man. You got a free monster truck to test. I don't give a shit about bashing. I know. Never I'm only trying happen. to get a reaction out of you. Jason Runner likes the monster truck. He went up to a big competition here earlier. But I, you know, I I I'll do monster truck. Than me. Well, I think you guys are two nerds in the pod. I think the conversation between you guys would be way different pod. Very really? long, very long because you both talk the same, exactly the same, and it would be very long. And I'm pretty sure I would need some Red Bull in that conversation. Not saying that I like what Jason Renner, he's very knowledgeable and all that type of stuff, but you and him, I could, I could never do a podcast with you and him because I wouldn't know when to start talking. It'd be like, and... <laughs> 
I think that you and him talk exactly the same. But it's thinking. It's yeah, because we think about yeah, I know, what we say. I know. Yeah, I know. Don't be like me. Just black. I, I think after. Why? Why think wild? Think after. Just don't say nothing stupid. I have no more news, Joseph. Um, I think good. It's Thank God. Let's move on. No, we have one more thing to. We have two more things to do. Calm your tits, Joseph. Calm your tits. Jesus, man. Wow, this guy, man. You must be doing something super exciting there. You know what? Speaking of RCGP and the track that it's gonna, that track that's gonna be holding it, Sun City RC Raceway is looking money right now. They bring you the RC thought of the week. Sun City RC Raceway, home of El Paso's world famous true old school motocross inspired eight scale off road track, from handicap accessibility sure about the and covered pits to drop gate starts. This world class facility has everything needed to give you. The professional feel with the amazing country views to match. SCRC has four acres of parking with plenty of room for RVs, trailers, and your trailers. The racing can carry on into the night with a well-lit track and pit area. SCRC is privately owned and run by the Showers family, Joey, Joseph's favorite Joseph, uh, Christian, and Corbin. They also own their own equipment. They can make frequent track changes to keep the racers entertained, and they even hire professional RDs and track builders for big races. You can go follow them on Facebook under Sun City RC Raceway. If you are in the El Paso area, you can uh, go by and, and give the Showers family a, a, a check and go, go turn some laps. But don't say you know JQ because you might not be allowed in there unless you, you know me. So what's up, um, Joseph? Thank you to Sun City RC for bringing you the RC Thought of the Week. They are also the host of the uh, first round of RCGP. So, Joseph, this is my Thought of the Week. Thought of the Week. You know, we've been... Hey, hey, look at me, son. Look look, look into my eyes, okay? Engage. Yeah, Engage. What, what's up? Uh, we've, you know, obviously COVID has, has and locked on, has given people a lot of time. I've seen an increase in the last few months of smaller companies coming up with products in RC, right? Which is great. This kind of reminds me of back in the day tinkering, you know? Here we got guys doing stuff out of the garage. Like, all right, like I've had a few of them on this podcast. Like Zach, he's doing his, his, cleaning, his cleaning stuff, you know, his cleaning solution. Brent's got a sold RC doing different things for different, you know, while well, he's a little bit bigger than these guys. Uh, my buddy Chase and Racecraft, that command module, it, like tinkering, figuring out things like that. Chris Nelson, okay, bringing out his own fuel. He's not just recapping a few, he's blending his own fuel. He's hired chemists to come in and blend proper fuel and he's testing himself and doing all this type of stuff. We're seeing a lot of smaller companies making products is this a good thing? Is this just through COVID? Does it remind you of back in the day when you had to tinker on things? What's your thoughts on that, Joseph? I, I think guess. it's actually a good thing. I think so too. Yeah. It kind of goes back to the hobby part of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, yeah. I think I this came to my, came to when I was watching Chris's press release, right? For the, for the few. And I was like, man, this, this lock, this locked on, has given time for the for the industry to breathe a little bit too. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? So yeah. when I mean breathe, on our side, the 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 race the, the the racers didn't get to race every week, so they're more hungry to race when they get to a race. 
The pro racers didn't get to race. They stood well, not all of them. So they don't get to race. And then people have time. I mean, also look at Chad Parks and the conversion to gas truck. All this time to make these different cool RC products, man. And this is how all these big companies started. J Concept started in a garage with an idea. You know what I mean? To I'm assuming it's a very big million dollar business in RC. I could be wrong. Uh, all these type of business. I mean, even like, even you, like you started while well, we're still small. <laughs> hey, excuse me. Here's the thing though. Here's the thing though. Started small, are still small, but there's a reason for that because I want to do things a certain way. Mm-hmm. I'm not, not going to make monster trucks and all these other things and this and that. And no, yeah, purely I racing. That. I That's understand it. that. I and understand I that. think I figured out a way to do it now. 2021, new beginning. It's been a decade of this bullshit. Yeah. Figured I, it out now. Does that mean? We know what to do. Does that mean a raise for this guy here? I don't know about that. Jeez, <laughs> I'm sorry. There we go. There, there, is, yeah. there is a wet blanket for you. Yeah, it's um, it's you've already got many raises. I haven't had a raise for a minute, here, Joseph. Come think of it, maybe like a year now. I need a raise. Yeah, you do. Like you do, you need to get from the negative numbers to positive first. Yeah, let's get you back to to zero first. That's it. That's the thing. Let's get you to zero. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but no, man. uh, Yeah, it's gonna happen. It's it's really good to see this, man. Um, time. People have time to to think and do things. You know, you got people out there making content too. That was a big thing. But people sat down and and actually got their projects done. Like this fuel thing. I think it's cool. The conversion kit. All these little companies coming out. And I like to support these little companies because this is how RC started. Like when you listen to Jay Housley and all these guys talk about back in the day was guys in hobby shop making parts and dremeling stuff and doing all this type of stuff. And I really like that part of the industry. That part of the industry, I kind of want to come back. I mean, I don't want the quality of the stuff from back in the day. But, you know, just... Yeah, it's good to see, man. What do, what, what do you guys think out there in that listen to the podcast? What's your opinion on that? What do you guys think about this? I don't know. I think it's a great thing. And, um, yeah, it's just... And it's good to see not some people doing different things. Like, not, not somebody else isn't coming up with a decal company. Or another clothing company. Or somebody's coming out with, I don't know, what other, what else is popular in RC that everybody has a business for, Joseph? Hello? I don't know. Yeah. Well, bring out another chassis. Anyway. We don't need more of those. No, we don't. All right, Joseph, I think that's all I have for the thought of the day, thought of the week, RC thought of the week. Thank you to Sun City RC for bringing you the RC thought of the week. Let me know what you guys think. If you guys have a thought of the week, send me a message. I'm always looking for for topics. You know what, jo- Joseph? It's time for the part to of say the goodbye. No, no, not so, f- not so fast, dude. It's part of the podcast where you shine. It's time for the BTRC Bench Racing Q and A. 
BeachRC.com, the racer's one-stop online hobby shop. Choose from all the popular brands and variety in stock with super fast shipping and great customer service. BeachRC.com still has the local hobby shop feel with all the benefits of the internet. BeachRC.com is the exclusive distributor for Ultimate Racing, JQ Racing, Pro Circuit Racing Tires, Nitro Lux Fuels, and Assault RC Performance Products. So fill up your cart and check out at BeachRC.com today. Yes, thank you, BeachRC, for all of the support. Brent has been a long-time supporter of the podcast. I was talking to him here recently, making a purchase for myself. That's part of my new project that I'm working on here for 2021. Um, thank you to him. BeachRC is an awesome company. They have a brick-and-mortar shop. They have a track. They put on races. They go to races. They have a trailer. They actually had two races here recently. They sponsor everything. They have an online shop. We have an affiliate link for them. If you can use it, it really helps us out. Support BeachRC. It's a real hobby shop. All right, Joseph, <clears throat> you know what? You are going to be happy this week because we don't have a lot of questions. Awesome. Did you like this post? Did you see it? I like your unicorn uniform, man. So you did this and it got a good reaction. What? I, I did our banner for questions on Instagram with the unicorn oh, yeah. picture that you posted. Now I was talking about unicorn poop being like ice cream. I don't know how I feel looking at your face imposed on a unicorn body and thinking about unicorn poop all right i don't know how i feel after seeing that picture <laughs> excuse me guys i'm i'm really under the weather um all right so let's get on to our first questions uh andres get the get the i sorry he's from sweden i don't know how to say your name but he is a supporter he sent me this message on instagram hello again guys hello again just finished listening to your last podcast i really like this new joseph He's come, his passion has come back. After listening to all the other episodes, you can really start to notice that at one point he was lost. I really think he is doing something on point now because you can really hear it in his voice. He is now, he is how up he is. And you, Lefty, can't wrap my head around you, how you stayed positive all these years. Keep your spirit up and thank you. I don't know either. Lots of gray hair. Now my question. I keep hearing from the guy, from you guys, and by the way, from older guys, it, were he racist about Kyosho? What is the deal with them? What what is the deal with them? They got this strangely weird, not so good image. I mean, it feels like some out. He feels like some outlier making jokes, uh, saying, "Ah, man, runs a Kyosho, but he is, but still, but still, he is Hamilton." Why? So I don't know. Basically, it sounds like this guy is getting a little bit, getting a little bit of flack for running a Kyosho, right? Who would have thought the day would come when somebody gets flack for running a Kyosho, so, like? You like, honestly. Depends on what Kyosho though. Well, I think he's running a TK13. Says I run a TK. He said he's not new to RC, but he's new to racing. I would say this honestly. <clears throat> I don't have look. I have a deep seated passion of a thousand sons of dislike for Kyosho. Not not the actual people that run Kyosho. Nothing like that. It's nothing like that. Like I don't dislike Kyosho. I just my dislike my my rivalry. That's what I'm going to call it. My rivalry comes from when I used to run Mugen and the Kyosho car was just better. Like at the one point, that's the only way you could win is to have a Kyosho car. Well, I think people remember that. And now there's so many chassis out there. Like they like to be a part of a team and like Kyosho's kind of f fell to the back. Yes, there's still loyal Kyoshoists out there that run and drive Kyoshos, but 
you know, it just isn't as big as it used to be. And I mean, you can hear like, li- like go if you want to learn a little bit more about Kyosho, go to listen to what Mick Craddock says. Obviously, he's a he's a he's a Kyosho guy, but you can listen to some of the like listen to the Miguel Matias podcast, listen to the Greg Dagani podcast. They'll tell you how I was back in the day running Kyosho. Like if you didn't make the A main at a big race running Kyosho back in the day, you was off the team. So <clears throat> I think it's now like before where Kyosha was the hot shit and everybody had it and you had to have one to win. Well, the, the roles have reversed and you don't need it. It's been reversed for a long time. So they got, I think that's why they get a little bit of flack. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree, Joseph? The reason they get flack is because of all the shit entry level stuff that they sell. That's the reason they no, get flack. That's, like they've been doing, doing that yes, all this time, is. Joseph. Yes, they've been doing it all this time. Yeah, but that's why they get flat. No, but that's, that's what that's supports people, their racing side. Yeah, yeah, but I'm telling you that racing stuff has been good. Like the eight scale nitro stuff has been good. Ten scale, they are not not the best to be honest. Uh, on road stuff, they had good nitro on road cars. I think even the ten scale electric on road was decent. So the the racing versus the entry level stuff has been very different. They're winning world championships and they're releasing like some of the worst first time buyer entry level cars. And then they also have some good sort of mid range stuff, or at least used to. So it's th- that's why people have given them flack, you know, because of how bad those entry-level first-time buyer well, Kyo shows have that. been over the years. Well, also remember... I think that's where, it's, that's, where uh, it's come, that's where it comes from. I don't think so. I think it comes from... I remember the Kyo show just always being more expensive and people being like, what, you think... Uh, that's my thinking. What, you think you're better than us? You got to be more expensive? And it's still... I don't think it's more the most expensive kid out there now, but it was for the longest while. And I think they're... I think their glory just kind of faded. Like people nowadays wouldn't even remember that Kyosho has won many world championships. You know, new people, older guys know. But I'm not. I'm not dissing Kyosho. It's just like I think they were in the lead for so many years, and it's kind of just they're not there anymore. Yeah. If yeah, if you if you think about it just from like a new person, then yes, that's right because they don't see that what's so special about Kyosho thing. They don't get it. But if you have been in this for long, then you know about that. So then you see Kyosho a bit differently. They haven't maintained It's like Ferrari in Formula 1. Mm-hmm. Let's let's put it like that. Yeah, that's a great Ferrari, great heritage and amazing stuff, right? Yeah. So, but if you look at the last five years in Formula One or three years or however long, and you don't know about the history of Ferrari, you're like, what's the big deal with Ferrari? Right. They're just getting by on their name and being a bright red car. Yeah. You know, so Kyosha's, I'm I'm not, yeah, they're still, obviously, I mean, look, they're the 2019 European champion. They've won multiple world championships. Nothing's wrong with their car. Their car is still great. Maybe their team just isn't as big. They ain't as prominent as they used to be. And, well, I think also in the past they had the best car. They don't have the best car anymore. Okay. So that that's also a that would that that's would a big deal actually. Well, see, then you have the the loyalists that they would say there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. We have, I mean, every brand has his loyalists. We have them too, you know. But uh, yeah, it's it's different. So yeah, it's it's just so weird that you're getting flack. Before it used to be flack if you didn't run a Kyosho. 
Like when I was coming up, you had yeah. to run a casual. Now it's reverse. So, you know, what goes around comes around. Enrico Maloney, my favorite Italian JQ driver. I haven't heard from him for a while. I was talking to him the other day. He was showing me pictures of his uh, Vespas. So he must have been racing. So my black edition is feeling really good. I went a bit up. I went a bit on my own with setup, and I really like it, but I still have a problem. I can't get the front end to not slap really. I'm running a lot of anti-squat in the back, and I don't have problems in landing there. But since my track has a couple of jumps with no landing leading into a straight, I just can't seem to land on power and go. I do land with the rear end first on those jumps, but it doesn't help. The car just wheelies. I'm running the suggested suggested slightly drill holes front and rear, long shafts in the front, 600 CST, JQ pill front and rear. I was running 400 before with stock bladders. The track is median grip and PR4. I don't know what that means. Oh, stock well, piston in the back. What springs? Also, shock, stock shock piston in the back and one hole in the arms on the front. He does not say springs, but I would assume he's running gray springs. No, well, if he is, then he needs harder springs. That helps. The Mugen 9.0 front 10.75 rear is pretty good. And I would just run emulsion and just make sure that the oil is the right oil. I don't know what temperature it's there, so <laughs> I can't say. But yeah, so the harder springs, make sure the oil is thick enough. And... Uh, how about landing yeah, like this okay. too? How about landing first, wheel first? Like landing, and then as soon as your wheels touch, you get on power and go. Could be some driving technique too. Yeah, like I would land on power in a situation like that. Yeah, I would land. I would probably, uh, to be honest, uh, I, I have to think about it. But uh, I would, I would say that probably landing as flat as possible in that situation would be best mm -hmm. on power. And don't get on power to like you actually get your wheels on the ground like until they first touch. And then no, I touch. think you can. You can. Well, yeah, because unless it's like right at the same moment, kind of. If you get on power too early, then the nose will rise and you land on the rear wheels. Yeah, I agree with uh, that. I don't know. It it sort of depends. But if I now had just have to think about it, we Bruno talked about this too, but he I can't remember. It's kind of a bit different because. It's on carpet and tons of power, so it's a bit different. This is a medium dirt track. Yeah. yeah. I would I would try and land on power like four wheels together mm -hmm. sort of thing. Yeah, I think... I, I make sure, yeah, the yeah. springs and make sure the oil is thick enough. Yeah. You I can stand up the front shocks on the tower also. Try that. Okay. There you go, Enrico. Let us know how it works out for you, Enrico. Adam Ian Reavy, on the news recently in England that they have announced a plan to stop the sale of all diesel and petrol cars by the year 2030. It looks like this will also affect the nitro side of RC. Would you agree that this could be the final nail in the coffin for the sport hobby as a lot of people don't like the electric and maybe won't make the switch? Well, I hope by 2030 we can have electric cars that could do hour-long mains. And, no, and, and fuck electric, and, and that's not going to happen anyway, so what he said, so it's pointless. Oh, I, I have no idea. I... I know nothing of what's going on in the world, unless it's RC. Well, yeah, well, that's not going to happen. I don't even know what that's about. But thank you for the question. Aaron Dexter has JQ finally come on. Everybody's making comments about your unicorn costume. 
Paul McDowell, I often wonder what setup changes have the biggest influence if a car setup is miles out, i.e. poor on steering, on, ex- on corner exit. What will give? What will get you in the ballpark the fastest? It seems, it seems the better racers can dial their car in quicker. My club changes the layout often, 10-scale AstroTurf tech, and it seems to take me ages to get the car performing as I'd like. Any suggestions for Paul? He's an AstroTurf racer. Should, he should watch the... The Bruno video, that was carpet though. No, same, almost the same thing. Any suggestions yeah, for him, should. If you have a good car and a good setup, you don't need to change much track to track. You're just fine tuning the balance of it. You aren't making big changes. If you're making big changes, then there's something wrong. And this, you know, like, what car brand do you run? They should have a good suggestion for you, and then you make some adjustments to that to better suit how you like to drive. And then when you have that, you stick to that pretty much every track almost. And, and you just make small adjustments, you know, roll bars, shock oil, diff oil, the arm height on the inside, the axle height outside. Uh, These sort of changes, you know, like you aren't making major changes. You don't need to. You know, and we're talking about Astro. It's not like the surface. I mean, yes, obviously, Astro, the surface changes. I don't, I'm don't. i not too familiar with it. I'm probably wrong. But it's not like you're going to a completely different surface here either. You know what I mean? Or different. Yeah. Different type pretty of much the very close to the same setup yeah. should work. Yeah. Even I if think, the layout changes. I think I, you have I to think, learn the layout too. Yeah, right? that's what it takes, man. I think you should, before you even touch your car, Go out there and learn the layout and then start making your changes. Um, on, on Astro, I don't know about tires. Uh, yeah, I would say also suggest watching Joseph's recent video because, I mean, that was all about carpet racing. So check it out what uh, Bruno Coelho does. I can't help you, dude. I don't race, I don't race Astro. So, um, But I think learning the layout, take some time. Take a battery pack or two. Take three. Take as many as you need to learn the layout and then make some changes. Right, RC, what's up, dude? Glad to see you back. Should I run 2.3 sway bars for a tight turning track? And when can I order invisible speed? And we're, we are, I don't know what that means. Uh, 2.3 sway bars on a tight turning track, Joseph? Uh, I would say, yeah, because you want to get this 180s in there. Well, stock, stock is 2.3 front, 2.5 rear. Yeah, he want to so, go on. And maybe you go 2.2 front, 2.5 rear still. I would go. Uh, I know for and this, that should be I mean that should be fine for yeah. robots and also you want to check your anti-squat I mean not anti-squat um your rear toe make sure you get your because a lot of that you know you got to stare from the back too with the car oh just a lot of comments about your your new wardrobe Joseph but nothing nothing much I actually think that's all of the questions. the book is coming out oh, yes, before Christmas so I've had many many people ask about this uh, let's get this straight right now while we got you here. The book will not be offered because uh, I believe one of the questions was, will the book be offered in PDF? No. No. It's going to be, when can people when can people order this book? What date? Give me an ETA. I don't have a date. But like in December. Hopefully they can order it by the end of the month and then hopefully it ships before Christmas. All right, guys. So hopefully... Just so I can put that in in non-robotic terms. 
hopefully by the end of the month. So be on the lookout. As soon as it drops, I will post it as well. So I've had a few people. People want to buy it for Christmas, dude. They want to give hope, it to their, hope it sells. their significant other. I make my money back. Yeah, I, I think so, man. It's it's This is about passion, too. It's a passion project. Um, I think that's all the questions that we have. I did miss some. I'm sorry, guys. Um, a lot of people send me private messages. Um, I don't have my phone until I got my camera, so I need to go through what I can see. But uh, thank you for the questions, everybody. Thank you, BeachRC, for the support. Please use the affiliate link that's in this uh, written description. It helps us out. And Joseph, you know what? I am going to go on to the Techno RC main interview with my buddy Chase. And um, I'm going to come back and we're going to do a rant, dude. And maybe a story. Maybe we'll do a story too. Are you? So I'll talk to you in a bit. Cool. See ya. Techno RC. Techno RC. Techno RC is a premium manufacturer specializing in 8th and 10th scale high-performance off-road RC buggies and trucks. Visit www.technorc.com for a complete catalog of their products. TechnoRC, excellence in engineering. Hashtag TechnoTakeover. What's up, everybody? If you haven't been following my Instagram lately, uh, please go check it out. It, oh, sorry. Sorry, I, I was like trying not to have these loud bikes, but it's Sunday here in the Dominican Republic and everybody's partying. But me and my buddy, we had to throw this together because his kids are on a break. My kids aren't at home, so this is the only time we, rec we can record. But one minute before I bring him in, you can see him, but follow my IG. I've been kind of, yeah, we can see you. We can, we've, uh, <laughs> if you haven't been following my IG lately and my Facebook stories, I've been kind of pumping this product called the the command module, which I think it's a very cool, you can see it right behind that dude right there, that that metal aluminum filled out space with that pretty nice teal HB on there. It has some no-name RC podcast stickers on it. And it, I had heard about this 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 product for a few months from the guy here. Here's my, okay, before we go any further, let me introduce my boy. This is the Yeah Dude Instagram <laughs> sensation. Yeah Dude, Mr. Chasen Elric. I hope I said your name right. It's Ehrlich. Ehrlich. Okay, like Ehrlich. Viking names. Like you're like probably right. out of Viking stock or something like that. Uh, I think it's German and Irish. Okay. I'm pretty sure that was that's what it is. All right, well, two hard people. Um, <laughs> two tough people. Well, I'm the, I'm adopted, so I'm I'm the only tan one in my family. You there can you see go. Me in all the pictures, just like, hey, there's Chase. What's he doing there? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you haven't been following him, he's one of he's a he's he's a he's a local racer for SoCal. He's been racing. I don't know. We don't know how long he's been racing there, but he's just a local guy, not just a local guy. But he used to be a former pro skater who has uh, found RC later in life, I think, if that's how it goes. And he's made this cool product called the Command Module. And we became friends by just, I think, a message through Instagram or maybe Facebook one day. And I haven't met this dude yet, but I know when I do meet him, I'm going to have a lot of fun with him because he's just full of energy and positivity. And he's always trying to have fun. And I like that. So welcome. Yeah, dude. Chasing L. Ehrlich. What's up, man? Yeah, what's up, guys? Yeah, as thanks you, for having me on. Yeah, you was at Thunder Alley yesterday. You lucky, lucky duck. You know, you got to go to to Thunder Alley on a Saturday and just race. I'm so envious of you, man. Yeah, Thunder was firing yesterday. They had the uh, 
easy money race and it was a pretty darn good turnout. Some guys that uh, don't typically come out, came out and won some cash and, and some of our local dudes won some cash. It was sick. I oh, just yeah? gave them cash. Yeah. I just gave away my money. But uh, <laughs> Did you but race the glory? Blast. What's that? Did you yeah, race the glory? Did, man. I foundered the glory. <laughs> oh, it's going to happen, man. It's, it's a, it's a yeah. steep learning curve and, um, for sure. Yeah, I see your other buddy uh, 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 on Instagram. He's got his um. He's got he's going and got himself some glory too. Yeah, yeah. I had a buddy go off the deep end, and, and he's all in, man. I know. Yeah. Um. But anyway, man. Welcome to the show. You've been a big supporter of the podcast. I remember it's incredible that our friendship just started with an Instagram message. We was, we was cracking some jokes about a gas station, and yeah, maybe a former <laughs> former world champion. But former uh, world champion at yeah. the gas station. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but um, welcome to the show, man. You've been a great supporter. I love what you're doing right now. I, I, I can see it. I love you. I'm loving your, your, your advertising, what you're doing, your, your videos, everything. It, it just rings and, and has the flavor of skate. Like I can see it. And, yeah. I, and like the video that you just dropped a couple of weeks ago. And thank you for having me in that, like the No Name RC podcast. I was honored. It was an honor for me. Like that whole theme, one minute caught everybody's attention. And I thought, this this is brilliant. Like skate flavor coming to RC. I love it. Congratulations. I, I, I applaud you for that. Hey, thanks, man. You know, uh, we were we were trying to do like a little product shoot of it to kind of release it to the world. And my mm-hmm. my partner's got this amazing Cadillac, and I was like, man, we got to bring this thing oh, in and figure out figure out a way to uh, use it to use it with that. And it, and it came out sick, man. We're stoked. stoked. Yeah, man. Uh, great work, man. Great work. All right, so tell us a little bit about yourself, Chase. Um, where are you from? How long you've been into RC and then we're going to um, delve into your skate career and then finding RC and all that stuff. So let us know, man. Well, I uh, grew up in Corona, California and uh, lived there all the way through halfway through high school. I left high school to skateboard and um, somehow I landed in Lake Elsinore and um, been here for about 10 years. And then, um, yeah, that that's about it. Um Obviously, once I moved to, to Elsinore, got married, settled down, and, and all that good stuff. Um, uh, started. I found mountain bikes just fishing right. by some pond. I was fishing at this pond, dude, and these dudes flew by behind me. I'm like, I am not doing the right thing right now. You're fishing. <laughs> so like, and that's right behind my house. So right. I grabbed myself a mountain bike and, and picked up some really rad friends doing that. And um yeah, and then just recently got back into RC. All right. Somehow. My my mountain bike friend drug me from the mountain to come check out Cody's track, and I haven't ridden my bike since. <laughs> I, I did see some pictures and videos. You were throwing some whips. You, you know, I guess it the skateboarding transferred over to the mountain biking. So that's it, cool. It, it did, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like, when I think of California dudes, man, you just are the epitome of that. I'm sorry. Like, you know, but just the way you talk. Like, yeah, dude, like, and I'm just like this, like I was telling my buddy, I was like, man, this, we got to go hang out with these guys when we get back to California. They're so cool. Um, For sure, man. You and, guys always got a place to stay here. Yeah. And they're just like the, the, when you think of the, the California skater, dude, this, this guy has it like, uh, <laughs> so let's talk about that, man. You were a former professional skater. Like, how did that happen? When did you first touch a skateboard? Who were some of your influences? 
And how far did you get in this, in skating? Well, I mean, I, I went as far as my, my talent and my body would take me. That's for sure. That's kind of what ended it. But um, I started skateboarding at a really young age, um, probably like six or seven years old. Um, there was a local skate shop next to my house in Corona. So there was a bunch of skate rats running around all over the place. Um, a lot of good skaters came out of Corona. You got uh, Ray Barbie and Billy Marks. and um, I, I, Ray, I was a, a big Ray Barbie fan. Yeah, so we got to, you know, skate with a lot of uh, really, really good dudes um, all the time. And uh, we started, I started doing competitions at nine years old um, through the skate shop, all the California Amateur Skateboard League, and um, did that all the way up until I was 14 years old. Wow. So it, it's kind of similar to how RC is during California. You guys have got all these cool tracks. You're surrounded by fast guys. You have no choice but to get better. Well, it was the same for skating. You have all these, like that was the Mecca for, it is still the Mecca for skateboarding and you are li for you're sure. living there. So you get to hang out with these dudes and, and skate with them all the time. Yeah, it was sick too. And there was no skate parks back then, man. All right. we had was backyard ramps and schools and whatever business we could go try and not get kicked out of to get to get tricks <laughs> you know so yes, yes, nowadays yes. it's it's there's a skate park down here like every couple miles man every little neighborhood has its own concrete park and i mean there was skate parks back in the day but they were terrible you know <laughs> they're, yeah they're, it was like i remember too because believe it or not my fat ass used to be into skateboarding too back in the late 80s and um we had the american base mm -hmm. there and i used to follow it the thrasher trans world I used to, oh man <laughs> I had all that postered up on my wall. Like, you know, I, was, nice. I had like, you know, my, my, my stepbrother, he used to skate. And then like all the American kids used to skate uh, and we used to all hang out. I wasn't good. I could ollie and I could skate, but I wasn't nowhere. Like, you know, we're talking about <clears throat> some little small island. And I just remember being so enamored with the skate culture and um, was really into it as a kid. And it was illegal. It was illegal in a lot of spectrum. You used to get banned and, you yeah. know, like I just, man, I remember the first time I saw public domain and I saw like that part with Ray Barbie and, and those, those guys, they were racing in the black and white and they had that song like, I've just always still love it. I still watch it. So it's, thank you for coming on. It's cool to get to know you. I was even like, dude, don't you have an old board? I, I want one like for the studio, but so just cool that you're on her man um after 14 what did you do like what happened there that is that when you left school and, and did it professionally no that was uh just when i finished up that that contest series okay. i started um more doing real competitions like outside of that and, and um doing a lot more street skating type of stuff um i got my first sponsor when i was nine years old really? and then uh, it's just started growing from there as far as the the caliber of companies you know, that I was riding for okay. and, um, you know, started getting some coverage and, and things like that. And it was rad through like junior high, you know, we were doing magazine shoots and video filming and did it help you get girls. Like oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it definitely <I'm> sure. helped. <laughs> <laughs> You're like on the cover of a magazine and you get like good in high school with that girl. I'm sure she's like, never, oh. never, never made a cover dude, but, yeah, but uh, you know, it, you made it in the magazine. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And videos. But, yeah. Yeah, man. It was, it was fun, dude. It was a lot of fun. Did a lot of traveling, traveled the world. And, yeah. Um, where's your yeah. favorite once place I, that you travel to? What's that? Where's the, where's, what's your favorite country that you travel to? 
America, man. America's oh. the best. <laughs> I mean, well, okay. Have you, you did you skate outside of America? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So outside of okay, all right, I get it. You got to America is your country. I get it. I love it too. But uh, I but liked you, Italy a lot. Yeah. Italy, I, I feel like I jived there. What for did you sure. do in Italy? Just go around skating and doing demonstrations? Yeah, demo, demos and stuff like that. Oh, dude, yeah. you was like really. Tra- You're like like Josh. Did you ever listen to the podcast with Josh Hayner? Probably. Well, it's like know. three hours long because he was going on and on and on. But uh, because Josh suffers a little bit from CTE because he uh, he's a pro, used to be a pro BMXer. So he was living out in probably a little earlier than you. He's well, maybe you guys are about the same age. But he races RC and he um, he was telling us about living in California and doing like he was he used to be the guy who used to do every jump that was crazy. He would do it. Nice. <laughs> so but he also like him it hurt his body. You know, lots of concussions, and later on in life, you can hear it. Like when he was talking, reminiscing, you can hear it. So, good dude, though, really good dude. Um, really loves RC, drives JQ, awesome dude. You should have a listen to it. So, oh. you're skating around the world, dude. Like, tell me about this. Was it really like the rock star skateboard life? Uh, yeah, it it kind of <laughs> was, man. <laughs> it kind of was, and uh, it. It's definitely all it's cracked up to be. That's wow. for sure. <laughs> um, um, I, I like, so you was just living the dream then. Was it, was you making good money doing this or how did that work for you? Well, at, at that point, I mean, it was still living on couches and, and things like right. that with a bunch of other skate guys, but um, making enough to survive. But it's, it's just like, you know, the RC pro guys, you know, you get everything for free, free you yeah. know so and you get a per diem so you can live you don't have you can live pretty cheap it's right. not nowadays skateboarders are making crazy money dude right, but sure. uh um i was never really at that top level right you right, know right. i was kind of like a mid mid pack kind of guy but i still got to do all the cool stuff awesome man you got to travel you got to make videos who was uh I, who was one of the re- the skaters that heavily influenced you when you started Oh man, dude, just watching videos of like Jamie Thomas and Jeff Rowley. Right. I wanted to skate like those guys for sure. Awesome, man. Awesome. Now, when did uh when did you did you discover RC at all while you were skating or how did that work out? Yeah, I mean it was called kind of always like broken up in my life between injuries, <laughs> you know. Um in seventh in seventh grade, I uh like late towards seventh grade, I chopped my urethra in half. I got what? ass, yeah, I got ass knifed. So like just right between them, you know, and, uh, it chopped my urethra in half and I had to like go into emergency surgery and, and do all kinds of crazy stuff. Well, I had a catheter for a year and during that time, um, well, my dad always had RC cars like grasshoppers and Blackfoots back in the day and stuff like that. And I always thought they were cool. And, um, so during that time when I got hurt, I was like, man, maybe I should get an RC car, you know? So my parents got me a, a double XT CR and we lived right around the corner from M&M hobbies. So built that thing up, dude. And then started racing with some other junior high friends and, and raced RC cars at M&M. Like when I was, what, what are you, how old are you in seventh grade? Like 13, I don't know, something like system, so. around there, somewhere around there. First kiss time, a time of life type stuff, you know? Oh my gosh. Uh, but you broke your Aretha. Like I've never heard of anybody doing that. So but yeah, it, it, I'm, I'm still it, ha- stuck it can that. happen for sure. Man. Well, you're proof of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I just started racing Eminem hobbies and that was, that got me hooked for life, dude. You know, that was like the 
everybody was there. That was like the Thunder Alley of indoor, you know, everybody who was anybody was was racing there at that time. You had Ken Wald and Francis and Pavitas and all those dudes there all the time, man. So it was it was sick. You know, that was oh. right when like the double uh, the triple X, whatever the four wheel double X four right. yeah, I remember that. car came out. Mm-hmm. That was like right when that came out. So it was like booming, you know, and that, that was a spot that was right around the corner. So my mom could just drop me off all day. I wasn't going to school. We weren't required to like make up any school. So it was just like, I was on like a year long summer, but I had a pee bag strapped to my leg. <laughs> oh know? my God. Yeah. Did you? Oh my goodness. Oh my God. <laughs> That was um incredible. Wow. Um I'm still shocked at breaking you splitting your urethra, but um I got it didn't stop your passion for for skating, but then you found another passion which was RC. Yeah. Uh, and Funny I guess a little story yeah, about it is cool. that was when when it when it happened, I was wearing tan dickies and we were at like a church function, so when my urethra got chopped in half, I just like bled out like I was peeing blood and my, my, there was no cell phones back then. And my buddy called my mom on a payphone, and he's like, Chase is hurt. <laughs> you know, Chase is hurt. And my mom's like, well, what happened? What happened? You know, cause usually we can limp ourselves home. But, um, she's like, did he hit his head? And my buddy's like, yeah, he hit his head. It's bad. There's blood everywhere. <laughs> cause he was talking about, you know, little chase. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on. I okay, okay, okay. Hold on. We gotta. Can we rewind? I'm sorry, but this is gonna get gross. How does does it break internally or like? F- yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Internally, just chopped in half. Okay, so, so like your penis is not in half. No, 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 oh. no, no. No. Ooh. No. The boys were. It missed like all the tackle. You know, <laughs> right behind. Right behind. Right, right behind. So, oh my god, yeah, it's crazy. Like my bladder got all inflamed and was pushing up against my heart, and like all kinds of. It was crazy, dude. It was nuts. No, explain it was to me how you actually done this. I'm sorry. How did you do this? I was doing like they had. There was this like this little curb cut at this church, uh-huh. and I was trying to do a no comply 180 over it. We we're just screwing around, you know. And my board just came straight up. And if if you ever seen how tall I am. I'm a short dude. So if my board's up, my feet can't touch the ground. So I just, we call it the ass knife and it happens a lot, but that time it just hit the right button, you know? (laughs) Oh my, oh my, oh man. Oh my. (laughs) Okay. Wow. (laughs) I have a full. Did you get a visual visual and I can feel it. Yeah. I can feel yeah. it. I can feel your pain. Oh my God. That's a soft little tickle spot back there, you know? So <laughs> there's not a lot of protection. Oh my gosh. Right oh my gosh. Wow. All right. Well, so anyways, did you con- moving on, did you continue racing after that or did you, when you got back to skating? Once, and- once I got healed up, I definitely went back to skating and uh, went back. That's really when the, my like legit career kind of took off right. was towards that towards that time okay. and um, did that all through, you know, left high school. Um, I don't encourage that to anybody, but right, uh, right. leaving left high school. Cause when Tony Hawk says, Hey man, you want to go on a tour? You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think like, most teenagers that skate would be like, yeah, of you know, course. I wasn't doing that great in school anyway. Right, so it's right. not like I was uh, throwing anything away. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Don't listen to this story, kids, though. Finish school. No, Finish school. I, 
<laughs> How long did you? So, when did your career wind on, though? When did uh, it, it wound down? Probably like twenty-two ish. Okay. somewhere somewhere around there. You know, okay. I blew out both of my knees. I did my ACL in one knee, my MCL in the other knee, and um, I could still skate, but I just couldn't. I kind of lost that confidence right, type right. thing to jump down big stuff, and obviously, I didn't want to get hurt again. So I wasn't. I was trying to like limp, you know, like. Mm-hmm kind of keep it happening, right. but I not know what you like, mean. I know you know what, you what mean. I mean? So that, that kind of wound down and, you know, I kind of decided, you know, maybe it's time to get a career going. And, um, so yeah, that was it. I met my wife and became an electrician and that's, uh, that's how that capped off. Wow. <laughs> Incredible. Did you, did you miss it? Like when you did, was it, a, was it a hard transition going from living that wildlife to like a regulated real life? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, no, like it was, it was, it was a wild, wild, crazy life with no rules and, and things like that. So that was a little hard to get used to, but, uh, I don't know, man. I, I kind of like it. Yeah. You get, once you do it that much and, and nonstop, it's kind of like, it felt for me, mm-hmm. I mean, some guys can do it forever, but for me, I was kind of winding down with that anyway. So, right, right, right. Um, I get that. Some people can't yeah. let it go. You know what I mean, right? And, yeah. And some people enjoy going onto the pasture and and not out to the you know out to the pasture like and just enjoying a good life, eating, getting fat, and enjoying yeah. life. I don't want to be one of those guys like trying to you know hang out and be you know just scraping the bottom of the barrel and, and things like that of uh, trying to keep it alive when it's obviously dead. You know, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, for, sure. for sure. So. Fast forward a little bit. You're fishing. You mount. You've discovered mountain biking. Did you go like? Did you go balls out into mountain biking as well? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah we went deep in that too. Um, and that was a, that was a blast. That How was long did that go on for? That was about two years. Okay. The past two years of doing that. And then, I like to say, man, RC is like a drug, man. It's an addiction. Once you get a little taste of it, you come back for more, and you just want more oh, yeah. and more and more. So when did that yeah. that taste that Yep, you went. How did that happen? Like your buddy goes, "Hey, let's go down to CTRC." Yeah, yeah, and dude, he he just texted me pictures and things like that. If we could, we could rewind to just right before that. There's another little RC segment of my my okay, life. Sure. Um, met my wife and finally, you know, had a job and and uh, was making money. And I drove by Revelation, just just passing by. I saw Revelation and uh, I was like, "Well, that's." Freaking rad. I'm going to get one of those. So I bought a used car off Mike Acero. I don't know if you know him, I know him. but uh, yeah, bought a used Mugen off of him and then just went super deep for like two years racing at Rev. And then um, West Coast Raceway opened, okay. that one that was in La Mirada, And I started running 10 scale there quite a bit and wow. um, met a lot of rad guys. So then that kind of died uh, at that point. My wife was like, Hey dude, you're, you're we're just having babies and stuff like that. And she's like, you can't spend three days all day at the track <laughs> every day. You got to raise a kid. So mm-hmm. pulled off of that. And then fast forward now to, to that little spot where the mountain biking and the, the RC and whatnot. Uh-huh. But I just wanted to throw that in and do a little hey. shout out to, to those guys over at Red yeah, and so- West coast. I, I would I've I've had spats like that in RC too. You know what I mean? You got, like I would um after my accident I didn't do anything R- I did RC for like two years, then it died and then I came back and yeah. So I get that man. It happens. Real life happens. 
Yeah, <laughs> it does. So you've been hanging out at CTRC, you've, um, which is, if you guys don't know, it's Cody Thompson's RC track. It's probably one of the coolest backyard tracks I've ever seen. They got a great turnout there. They have fun. Absolutely. It's we have a blast back. there. I know. I can tell. I can tell from you guys. Um, it's definitely the funnest place to go. If you're in SoCal or anywhere else and you can make it down there, it's so worth going, man. It's so worth it. I'm going to go there. It's got the best chocolate cake, like, loamy rad dirt ever, dude. It's so good. It's it looks so like good fun. There. It looks like, I mean, Wally was there, and Wally likes going there, and uh, Sean, what's up, Sean Russin? He loves going there, and... I'm going to be hanging out there when I come back to California. So shout out to the CTRC cool. crew. Yeah, man. Yeah, so we ended up there. My buddy, I mean, it's totally his fault that I stopped mountain biking <laughs> and, and got back into this. I'm going to call you out, Andy. Um, anyways, <laughs> he kept texting. It took him about a month to get me there oh, for man. sure. Like I kept telling him, nope, I'm not doing it. I'm not getting back into this stuff, dude. It takes over your life, takes over your wallet takes over everything, everything, dude. It's all you do. It's like, how do I get off work early? So like, I, I got to wrench on my car <laughs> or like, can I get up early? Cause I got to get something done an hour before I leave for work. You yeah. know, it's, it's just like all you, it's everything, man. It's it, when you're doing it, it's, it's everything. Or at least that's the way how I run it. I man. know <laughs> I've, I've been there done that, man. Everything you think about is com- how can I do this for RC and how can I convince the wife to do this? And yeah, I need to take the kids, but, oh, man, they bother me, and I'm it, trying to focus. I know It doesn't matter what store you're in. You could be in Bed Bath & Beyond, and you'll be looking through things for, like, anything you could use for RC, little parts <laughs> containers or, you know. Any, dude, it's it's freaking insane, man. It's a sickness, you know? man. It's, it's, it's but it's something. awesome. I know. It's a healthy, best addiction I've ever had. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's been very good to me. I love RC. Can't wait to do it some more next year. So how long have you been hanging out at CTRC and back racing eight scale and all that type of stuff? Well, uh, it's cool that I got a good marker because I started, I think, back up in it last year at Cody Thompson's birthday race. Mm-hmm. I uh, went over and watched it. That was the race that got me back into this when my buddy answered or finally got me over there. And, um, dude, I showed up to this this place on this dirt road and there's 200 guys that are racing RC in some dude's backyard. And there's canopies everywhere and everybody's, you know, having, having some beverages and hanging out and music's playing and the years over it's covered by trees. So it's all nice and shady. Wow. And I would, uh, that would be a year cause his birthday race was supposed to be this weekend. Okay. So back in it for a year. And now you're and, in uh, deep. Now you're making products. Dude, Man, we're so deep. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, but it's good. It's a, it's, it's good to see. This is what the the hobby used to be about. People small, like smaller companies making products that people use, and everybody trying to support them. And it's not just you. I mean, as you, like, uh, you know, I know uh, Chris Nelson just released his. He's released his fuel. I like what yeah, he did. I saw him, saw him yesterday, man. That guy is so rad. Yeah, he's I the lo- coolest dude. I love, he did like a press release. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Um, Dude, it was epic. I know. I watched the whole thing. I have to watch it. I watched the beginning and then I got late. So I'm going to watch it uh, th- tomorrow probably. But lots of small, my buddy Zach, he's doing st- cool stuff of his cleaning stuff, clean freak. Lots of small companies coming out. And I like to see this. And this product, I remember when you first showed it to me, I was like, 
you know where I first saw this actual thing, like somebody doing this? Not like you, but was using, uh, I believe they used a bench. Okay. Like a plastic yeah. bench, filled up bench. Or they used one of the smaller tables, sorry. The smaller, like if you have a six foot table, then you get that smaller table, and they put that on top of it. And they had that same setup, had a light underneath there. I thought it was the coolest thing. But you have to lug two tables. Right. When you showed me this the first time, I was like, oh, I've seen that before. But this well, is better. Definitely a lot of guys have made their own deal, you know, their own idea of this. I've seen them out of wood. I've seen them out of PVC. I was running a cut down shelving rack, like a storage right. shelving rack for quite a while, man. And uh, that's once people, I saw people at the track starting to do the same thing with the storage rack type thing or making their own versions of it or whatnot. I was like, you know what, man, we need to, we need to try something here and, and see what it would cost and see what, see what, if we can make something happen, you know, to make something that's, that everybody could have. And, uh, there it is, man. We did it. Yeah. I see that. <laughs> but when did the idea come up with, like, when did, the, when did it click? Like, Oh, this is what I want to do and make it foldable. Cause you had like a 3d printed version at first. Right. Or no, 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 okay, no. Just a, I got, I, I, I did all kinds of different, different right. ideas of how I was going to make this thing. And, uh, I first, I first saw it. Some dude had one of those little, um, like scaffold ladders, mm-hmm. one step things for short people, just right. like a one. F- and he was using it and I was like, man, that's cool. You know? So that's when I started doing the storage rack thing and trying to figure out my own little version. Cause that's kind of what RC is all about. Everybody kind of, mm-hmm makes their own thing there you know they ever you, you walk through the pits and you'll see some creativity i tell you what man <laughs> you know exactly so um i definitely wanted it you know when we came up with the the design for this and a guy at the, at the track helped me draw it up you know i just ran i was thinking about doing it and then somehow me and this dude just bumped into each other and he said hey i can design you know i can design on a computer i can draw this thing up for you it'd be sick you know so this is, I kind of told him everything, you know, how we wanted it to work out. And, and that's kind of what he drew up, you know, and at the same time we had the idea for the slots on the sides so that we can do all the, the G block accessories. And, and yeah, a couple of, a couple of prototypes later, we had something that we were ready to give to everybody. I, I love it. I love the G blocks. I was looking at Sean's. He I posted it up. He took it to that uh, event that he went to yesterday for drag yeah. racing. And it's good to see it in, in an aspect that isn't just eight scale racing. It's good to see it in another genre of RC. And I was yeah, like, for sure. I mean, this thing, this will work yeah, for, exactly. for every genre. And then Tyler from RC drag talk picked one up yesterday. Sweet. So we got two dudes, two heavy hitters out there in the mm-hmm. drag scene that are, they're going to be rocking this thing. So right. it's, it it's makes, really it, killer. It cleans your pits up so nice. Um, I love the light. I Oh, the latest ad, which was the other day. Don't be like Brad. Oh my, yeah, oh my god! I just I died laughing, dude. I was like, I love it. Like I love the the marketing. It's you know what the marketing is very much like JQ's marketing, believe it or not. He's like into punk and all that stuff, and being against society. But I mean, he's got an odd way of 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 marketing as well. But I love it. Like I see all the skate stuff. Don't be like Brad and. It's good. It it's going around. It was man. funny, man. It was going around in the pits yesterday, dude. We all had our th- our, our command modules set up, and one of our buddies was sitting in the dark, and he's like, "Hey, Chase, I'm sad like Brad." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, you are." <laughs> so let's talk about the command module a little bit. Um, 
because I know people have questions like how much does it weigh, how high does it fold up, how does it uh, how does it mount up, and all this type of stuff. So, um, I, I've seen it enough, so you can just talk about it, uh, how high it is, width, all that type of stuff, little details. I know people are interested to know that before they purchase it. Okay, well, first off, it weighs 14 pounds, which is about the same weight as an empty OGO 9800 bag. So it, it's got some weight to it, but it's not crazy. You know, you're already lugging around 50-pound rolling suitcases, man. So you, you'll be styling there. Um, it's it, Once it's unfolded and everything, it's dialed for sure. Um, it's two feet high. It's 18 inches wide. It was measured or 18 inches this way. So we measured it off a uh, eight scale truggy with its wheels on. So you can run four, four cars up top, all, you know, facing, facing that way. And it's got a little lip on it so they can't roll off or you just throw a car up there and, and whatever stuff I've seen. I mean, Wally had like sandwiches and his coffee mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff. You can do whatever you want, man. Up yeah. top. And then um, it's got these holes cut along the top right here. And it comes with two hooks that you can, uh, whatever light you have, we found that no four foot light is created equal okay. with all the manufacturers. So we wanted to make plenty of holes up top. So no matter what kind of light you want to hang from it, you'll, you'll have an option, you okay. know, for, for anything like that. And then I haven't counted them, but there's, there's quite a few slots on the side right here that you can hang the G blocks. Um, and those are endless, man. We have mm-hmm. so many great ideas for these things that are going to be coming out. Um, 3D print, printing isn't the fastest process mm-hmm. around, so we're trying to to knock those out and keep up with supply and demand because everybody that gets one of these is is ordering a minimum or getting a minimum of three blocks with mm-hmm. it, just kind of like our, our basic block kit, which is the driver holder, the shock holder, and the shelf. Okay. So, the next thing we got coming out is going to be the headset holder, um, and that thing is awesome. I was using it two yesterday. Headsets or yeah, it's going to hold two headsets. It'll come as a pair, so um, for fifteen bucks you'll be able to get the two headset holders, and then they're they're hollow inside, so you can hang your you hold your batteries in there because the headsets you guys know if you have them. The they drain the batteries when they're just okay. sitting in there. Right. So, okay, so you, you got it every time. On. Yeah, you take the battery out, just throw it in the little cubby hole there, and uh, and you're set, man. And it, How many and it times works. have people been looking for those batteries or have to dig through the, you know? I know, that's smart. Well, a, a lot of guys just leave them on the, on the charger. You yeah. know, they take them out and they leave them on the charger. But, I mean, this the whole purpose of the command module is to get the clutter off of your pit, you know? Yep. Um, you see guys that are running multiple cars. Um, they got parts and everything for all of those cars. And pit space is limited, man. That's some expensive real estate on those pit tables, you know? So to be able to get all your stuff out from under stepping on your cars and stepping on your stuff and get it up top, get it easily accessible. If you're working on multiple cars, you just kind of, it's like an assembly line. You grab one from the top and throw it down, throw it up there, grab the other car or, or whatnot. It's a nice safe place to keep your radio up and out of harm's way. I, I run mine. I keep my radio right up top. And you just, it's right there. You know, you know where it's at. So a lot of people that are using it are super stoked on it. The support has been huge. Um, I sold a bunch of them yesterday yeah, at the track. So, so that was <laughs> rad. And it's pretty cool walking around the pits and uh, seeing all these things set up. 
for sure. Yeah, it's man. awesome. It's it's good to see. I know uh, I know some people in Europe have even been contacting you. I know it's logistic wise, it's a little difficult. Um, I think it's awesome. I remember uh, when we was discussing about it, I was like, people like me, if I had one, I would, I probably t- get it wrapped. You know what I mean? I'm gonna go pick yeah. it out, wrap it, and like it's the the things you can do if it are endless. Like people can color coordinate their G blocks and I, you know, things are going to come out like you're going to come up with different little ideas as it goes on. And maybe later on you come out like with something that's even f- more compact, but folds out to the same height. You know, it's a lot of different things. you yeah, can do. We're, I definitely, once, once we get through this, you know, mm-hmm. starting the, we're going to be able to, mm-hmm. uh, definitely expand on this design for sure. At least that's what I'm hoping. Okay. I think so, man. I think so. I love it. Um, I'm waiting. I want you to get yours all pimped out. You got to get some, you got to get your yeah, dude stuff put all over it, man. You dude, I get- like rocking it raw, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it, it, it's cool because the, the metal actually reflects mm-hmm. the light. That's true too. And it, it just, just <laughs> tractor beam, dude. Yeah. They, that makes they, sense. You know what I mean? So there's guys, um, there's a couple dudes that picked them up that are getting them powder coated. So that'll, that'll be cool. I, I can't wait to see those. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody I was talking yesterday about anodizing them. That yeah. might be another way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely getting them wrapped would be cool, but I think that's going to be healthy, a healthy, uh, cost on that wrap, man, because we'll get someone to paint it, you know, mm-hmm. inside, inside and out, you've got two feet, four feet, and then two feet again, both sides. That's like 16 yeah, feet by much. 18 inches of vinyl, dude. That's going <laughs> to, that's gonna be crazy, dude. Paint you it. might as well just buy another car. Just paint it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. that's true. I never thought of that, but um, I think it's cool. I, watch, people are gonna be pimping them out, tricking them out. I can't wait to see it, dude. Yeah. And so, in case you guys, uh, let's let people know how you can find them. Please follow you on Instagram at uh, Yeah Dude. The Yeah Dude. The Yeah, yeah Dude. Sorry. Also, Racecraft USA. Yes. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook. Because he's very active. I love his posts. You see me sharing them all the time. Uh, how does anybody buy one of these, Chase? You'll go to Racecraft USA's Facebook. We're working on our, our website right now. We kind of launched it, you know, pretty right. flying by the seat of our pants. And uh, we just thought we'd go for it before we dumped a bunch of money on that, you know, on websites and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I know it's not that much money I'm finding out, but... Um, yeah, we, we're brand new, man. We've got this, we launched this thing like a less than a month ago. Yep. So we're, we're kind of getting, just getting rolling and learning how to, learning how to do a business, man. So there you go. Don't worry. <laughs> we're just I, trying to we're pay for races, dude. I'm tired. There you go. <laughs> the most important thing that you need when you do this racing. Um, I'm happy to help you guys in any way I possibly can because I think you're cool. I can't wait to come hang out with you guys and, and just hang out there in Cali. Uh, is there anybody you would like to shout out or say thank you uh, before we before we sign out here? Um, definitely number one would be my wife for letting me uh, play with these cars, um, letting me take the kids out to the track all day long as much as we want to go. Um, I want to thank Cody Thompson for providing the track that we can go to nonstop. The group of guys at, at, at uh, CTRC is insane. What are you doing? Are you pointing up? CTRC. Oh, I thought there was some, maybe there was no, a bird was flying the, above me. the microphone. Oh, okay. You're throwing up the horns. Rad. <laughs> we do shakas <laughs> over here, dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, anyways, dude, and uh, CTRC's, dude, the crop of dudes that's coming out of that place right now, man, the, the, 
Cody's turning out some fast guys over there, man. And they have fun. Be, and they have fun. Yeah, we're all having fun, dude. That's what I like. Um, I want to thank Tyler Brown over at JT for <laughs> helping Banks. out my race program. Jeremy Hayes over at AKA. Um, keeping me and my, my tires dialed in and Steve Kovac for making the cars look cool. Awesome, dude. Um, thank you for your time. Thank you for the awesome product and thank you for the support of the podcast, man. I greatly appreciate it. I know you've been a long Likewise, time supporter. Dude. Right and back at you, Lefty. Yeah, man. I, I can't wait to come <laughs> California and hang out with all you dudes, man. Honestly. Well, DNC, you should, if it happens, right? Well, um, I'm thinking if, if or I can try. Yeah, but I want to do the, um, I might come out there for a month. We'll see what happens. It depends what Joseph oh. does, but I might come out there. If Joseph could get to California, then maybe um, I'll come out there and hang out for a month and do the uh, King of the Streets race in Vegas. Sick. The, the drag race and then um, help out with RCGP and we'll see, man. I don't know, man. Th everything's up in the air. Any hey, you know what? I'm an RC gypsy at times too. Anything can happen. I can be anywhere. This time next year. Who knows? <laughs> All right, man. Well, right. thank you for your time. To keep being the cool dude that you are, having fun at RC events, and just like doing cool advertising, cool videos. It, it makes me laugh, man. It, it When I'm having a shitty day, sometimes things like that just perks me up. So thank you. All right, man. Well, we'll keep them coming, and, and uh, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. You have the raddest podcast on thank the, you. Uh, I the appreciate podcast that. web, and, and thanks for your support, and uh, thanks to everybody that's that's gotten one of these things, that's helping promote it, and uh, be stoked on it. Racecraft, man. We're stoked on uh, we're stoked on RC. Yes. Check them Scale out. Scale Motorsports. Scale Motorsports. Check them out at, uh, on Facebook at Racecraft USA, Instagram, The Yeah Dude, and Racecraft USA. Cop you guys one of these command modules. You will not regret it. Look at it. You got your whole... Don't be a Brad and get pitted. <laughs> yeah, dude. You killed it. Yeah, man. I sick. love it. All right. Talk to you later, dude. All right. Later, man. Bye, guys. We are now at that point of the show where you should fasten those seatbelts and put your big boy pants on. Whoa. Things are about to get serious. It's time for the JQ Racing Rant. Yeah, man, we are back for the JQ Racing Rant. This is the part of the podcast where you get to get those things off your chest. We get to get some things off our chest. And we rant about something in RC that we want to see fixed. This is the time to put your big boy panties on. Thank you to JQ Racing for sponsoring this. Thank you to all the JQ Racing family for making this happen. Joseph, let's get to ranting. So my rant this week is... I see more and more new people getting into RC thinking they are going to make a living off this or be a pro, right? And you know what? I, I've seen, I'm starting to see it more and more often. Like people taking this a little bit too serious. You know, they get, they get up a little bit of speed in their, their local area and, and, and stuff like that. And then they start getting these, these delu illusions, delusions or illusions of grandeur. Is it illusions or delusion? Delusional? I don't know. Illusions. Illusions. But I, I, my, the theme of this podcast is we have, we as the RC industry have created a, an illusion where people think that it's easy or it's, it's like as soon as they get into this, they're going to be a pro. 
I know we've kind of talked about this before, but I'm starting to see it ramp up more and more as I go. And, you know, obviously I deal with, I deal with a lot of people and whatnot. And I read a lot of the Facebook posts and all this stuff. You know, ever, I have nothing wrong with people putting, posting up their, 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 you know, that's what we expect. We, we post up our, our race reports, all this type of stuff. You know, we post them up on the Facebook page. We are, we are, we're part of this. We, as Jakey Racing are part of this. Um, and I get it. People want to promote their team drivers. Yeah. You, yeah. Because you, you ain't a part of anything. You'd, you didn't even have Facebook anymore. But what I'm just trying to say is, I think we've created this illusion where it's easy to become a pro and you just have to do this. So, you know, I went to my think tank uh, to talk about this topic. And um, my think tank actually went and grabbed the magazine from 2012 when he got back into RC and it's like, hold on for a second. Let me go get this magazine. So we bought this magazine and it said, one of the articles was an RC car magazine from 2012. How to become a pro, a pro RC driver, right? Now, I don't have really the best picks of this, but one of the things that stood out was, like, they have all these different things. Number one was oh, practice, practice, practice. Number two, become a local ambassador. Okay, yeah, that's good. Number, let's see, I have this in the wrong order. Number three, race more than one class. We're going to revisit that. Number four, participate in all big races. Okay, I mean, that's important, but not all of them. Five, look the part. Uh, I can agree. Look good. It's funny. They have a picture of her of like Tebow in a flannel. I don't know if he's really looking the part. Um, <laughs> no offense. Tebow's flannel era. Uh, yeah, yeah. That. No offense, Tebow. Just number eight, network on the internet. Number, no, number six, make a race resume. Resume. I say CV. People don't know what CVs mean. Don't be too pushy. Number eight, number seven, number nine, network on the internet. Number eight, number nine, start local. And number 10, become a friend of the magazines. So kiss ass. But there ain't no magazines anymore. So this is from 2012. But look, this is, this is the perfect template that everybody is following, Joseph. If you really check it, this template is in place right now. Really in place. Hey, engage with me, son. Eye contact. Hey, look at me. You can we got we got 15 minutes. You can do that afterwards. Stop what you're doing and pay attention. I need oh, your attention on this rant. Yeah, yeah. I have to verbally pimp slap you again. Yeah, okay. So Joseph, did you listen to anything I just said? Yeah, I heard all of it. So what's your You point? heard, you didn't listen. My my point is we the RC industry have created this illusion that it's so easy to become a pro. Go get all the all your sponsors. Like once you get sponsored, you know what? This is almost exclusively an American thing. Why do you say that? I because I haven't really come across these people outside of America too much. Is it is it wrong? Are we are we feeding into the illusion to these people, to people like this? You are, I think. Me, you said that to me when I said that to you. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I I'm pretty know. realistic it's... with people. Like, yes, look, let me tell you something. Becoming a pro RC car driver is probably one of the hardest things in the world. There aren't many. And the question is, do you want to be a pro RC driver when it comes around? Because it ain't the best money in the world. You know what I mean? What do you do after becoming a pro RC car race? I just think more people are coming into this hobby now and they get, see, it's quick. Like, they, it's competitive. They get a little bit competitive fast in their area. Then they go like you know they don't like a lot like it comes back a lot of people don't know what real speed is they haven't seen speed you know what I mean 
to when it all comes together. You and I, we've seen speed. You've seen it plenty of times. You've been in the B main many times. You get to see A main speed all the time. Sorry. Sorry. Just had to throw that in there. Um, but just looking at this template, it's 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 exactly what people are doing nowadays. Like, yes, you have to go, don't go to all the big races, do to this, go to that, go to that. Man, we we created, we made this. The industry made this, and we've been following this template ever since. And it just, I think it leads to this illusion that one day you're going to get, oh yeah, I got i got a sponsorship. I'm on this team. Uh, I'm on my way to being a pro driver. No, like, we need to come into this industry. We need to come into this hobby and have fun for hobby slash sport and have fun first. Worry about sponsorship and, and getting fast and all that stuff later. That comes. But have fun first. Like, don't be in this for a year. And I know, I get it. I get it. People get infatuated. They they get addicted to this. I know. I've been there. I've, I've been through it many times. And you think, yeah, I'm on the way. Man, you just, it's it's this. Keep it as a hobby. Unless you're extremely talented. You have, like, little bump who's eight years old and got nothing else to do but RC and everything in the future is going to be RC. It's a little different story. And even he should be having fun. He should be having fun. If you're a kid going to the track, you should be having fun first. Jeff has talked about this a few times too. But I think we've gone from, I'm not saying that people, people, people still have fun, but the illusion, like the people still grasp into that hope, I can be a pro. Like I know one of your pet peeves is when something like, oh, this is a world championship or this is a state championship. And it's nothing, nothing to, there's nothing to validate that. Like anybody can say that they're a state champion or put on a race to say they're a state championship or or world championship. And people just, and I'm, no, I'm sorry. It comes comes on to, yes, a lot of this happens in the USA as well because it's individual states. But that comes because there's, Raw does nothing. Raw does absolutely shit. You know, besides collect your money and then promise you a race and then fuck off. Like, I don't care what anybody says. So there's no organization there for that. And no offense to, yeah, offense to the world people. Because I know there's some people that are trying to make a difference, but there's still people holding on and they don't want to, you know, you know, they're trying to make a difference. It's not easy. And then I watched Drake's video, you know, before I came on her. And I actually enjoyed that video. Yes, it was still very monotone like Drake, but, you know, that's how he does it. But he brings up some valid reasons. But I also wanted to talk about that too. So before I go on any further, Joseph, let's address the illusion. What's your thoughts on this? The illusion? You said it's only in America, so... Yeah, I, I because we've sold these cars worldwide, dealt mm-hmm. with people worldwide. I think people who have no self-awareness and don't understand how good they are, mm-hmm. or like their level of skill at racing, at wrenching, at everything, and what it takes to become one of the best... People who have no grasp of that... They don't know how hard it is. ...are more often American than not. So what I mean is these people exist everywhere. Mm -hmm. I've come across these kind of people from all different countries that we've dealt with. But the overwhelming majority of the time when this happens, it's with Americans. So it's something to do with American culture of, you know, we can all be world champions and this and that. And I I don't know what it is. Is it the mind numbing, this stupid TV that they grow up, grow up with, or, or like, I don't know. Is it something in American culture that just. But I seem to find this in RC. I don't know. But what I am hundred percent sure of is that this mentality that you speak of is 
predominantly an American thing. I don't get it. It's also, that's why they have all these different classes because it does to people who think they will become pro RC races when they are not very good at driving yet. They think this to them, it doesn't matter if they get the first place trophy in a sportsman class with five drivers or if they are if my world champions like somehow in their mind they equate those two things i don't understand this i never have and never will if i go to a race and i'm in the lowest class and i win it if i am a beginner i will you know i will value that success like okay now we move on to the next step in my career or like in my hobby i get that but if I've been doing it for a long time, then there is zero value to that. I don't value that because I know that there's so many better drivers than me. So I, I really, I just don't, I am whatever parts in the brain that are needed whatever neurons need to fire to have those emotions and thoughts and feelings, I don't have them. I cannot understand how people like that think. I just can't. Yeah, I mean, you so mentioned I can't this. Relate at all. You mentioned this on any level. You mentioned this on uh, last week's rant, um, which I thought was pretty good. Oh, was it last week's rant? I can't remember. Um, me, I don't know, man. It just seems to be an uptick on this now. You know, I'm seeing it more, and I'm just thinking like these, like most, like I think one of the things I see is that you know, like I always say this, like. Like Ryan Lutz, Adam Drake comes to a local track and they race each other. You know what I mean? And like we know they're not pushing hard because they're racing. Maybe maybe if Adam Drake and, and Lutz, you know, maybe they are. They're racing each other. Well, let's say one guy shows up. Like I get it. People want to race with him and that's fun and all that type of stuff and that stuff. But people kind of, I mean, some people like, like I heard like, oh man, I was only like two laps off. <laughs> I don't know. Like I was... And a whole lap off his fast lap or something. You know, like just stuff like that or just... And I, I just Let, think people... Let's put it this way. Sorry. What are you going to say something? I just, I just think... Um, fun first and worry about being a pro later. Like, you know what I mean? Yes, it's nothing... But even like this... this, this Just reading this magazine, like, don't be a... This, like, this is just... Like, if you go to a race, you see people stick into this template. We obviously don't. Not at all. So let's just, let's just, I want to read some of the things that they say not to Wait, do. Before I forget. Okay, go ahead. Before I forget. So I think that the people who lack self-awareness, they never make it. The people who, who come into this and they think that they're going to be paid professionals and they're going to be the next Mayfield, they never, they never achieve that. There are examples of situations where the father is like that, but then the mm -hmm. son actually isn't and the son makes it. So it, it comes across as these people are nuts. But it's the father that's nuts, and the son is not, you know? Mm -hmm. But when the driver is lacking self-awareness to this extent, like they don't know how good they are, and they think they are really good when they're not, and they have these big dreams and aspirations, they will never achieve them. I cannot think of a single example like that, ever. So the thing is that I think it's good to have goals 
And I think that for me, I always have goals and I always strive to do something which many people often think is not possible. That's not the problem. The problem is when you are unrealistic in your pursuit of those goals. Yes, yes. And that's what that's what I think I see more in America yes. than anywhere else. Well, so it's not that you have sort I of see it in RC. very high flying and unrealistic goals according to the majority. That's fine if you have unrealistic goals. Pretty much everything that I have done in RC. Yes. At some stage, it was an unrealistic goal mm-hmm. to the majority of people. But what wasn't unrealistic was, was the way that I approached achieving those goals. That's the important thing. And that's what people should be worrying about, not how to get sponsored. That is the last thing you should worry about. Yeah, You should be worrying about learning your car, building your car right, making it look good, making it work good, driving better, how to improve your driving, uh, how to know what adjustment to do in what situation so that it benefits you the most, how to stay calm in a race, how to not get nervous and flustered when you get in the lead or whatever. Those are the things that people should worry about, not how to get sponsored. Because when they do those things and they go to the track and they start beating Drake at Thunder Alley or they start beating... um, Cavalieri at OCRC or whoever, they will get sponsored. Yeah. They will. Eventually. Like, that's how you do it. You don't go to some, collaborate somewhere, win sportsman class, and then get sponsored and become a world champion. That's not how it works. No. It doesn't. If you, if the people who at the point where they won that uh, sportsman class, if the first thing they think is, Okay, now I'm a pro driver. I get sponsored. They are never going to achieve anything well, in RC. And I, I can say that because I think they have the wrong attitude. And with the wrong mentality and attitude, they aren't going to do the right things to be able to achieve, achieve what they maybe even genuinely want to achieve. Mm-hmm. I but agree. They're with just you. so wrong and so lost in the way they are thinking that they're never going to put in the right kind of work exactly. to do that. It, I remember you once said people have an un, unreal, un, an, an un, like a, what's the word, like an unreal evaluation unrealistic. of their, unrealistic evaluation of their skill level. Yeah, and that and that um then with that with that then they just they don't worry like for instance okay I can do that jump and land that jump perfectly every time and I can throw a sick whip and I look good that's awesome. But man, I really suck in that rhythm section and I can't get it. But hey, man, I'm going to just keep practicing my whip, sir, because that's all they focus on. You know what I mean? When you should focus on that rhythm section that you're having a bit, bit, bit bad time with it and, and go try to find a way through it. You, you, that's what I'm just trying to say. Like, And that goes with wrenching and stuff like that, too. Um, I think we, we have, like, here's one of the things. I just want to read a couple of excerpts from this because this is from 2012. This is eight years ago. Participate in all the big races. And this actually you do need to go to big races. And when I mean big races, like I think you should aim to go to the nationals because it is the biggest race in America anyway, and the Euros and the worlds. When the Nats comes into your town or your local club hosts a regional race, we don't have much regional races, but we should make it a priority to sign up. These races don't always attract the pros and in turn, the sponsors. 
Don't get ahead of yourself. These races always attract the pros and sponsors. Sorry. Don't get ahead of yourself. You don't need to come from nowhere to make the A or make any other Cinderella. I can't read it to, to get noticed. Sponsors do pay attention to who wins sportsman class. It's their job to find new talent. So winning or making the A in any class will let you know. The, this sounds like an industry template to sell more kits and to sell the illusion to me. Sell that illusion. What else? I mean, don't get me wrong. You have to go to big races. You have to do well. That's part of it. Like, at, yeah, but I'm also I not. I don't think you have to go to a lot of big races. You and honestly. I disagree on this, though. You and I do disagree on this. You, you say because look at like one big race a year, even. You say look at Runafout. He didn't try. He didn't get to go to all these big races, and he ended up being a world champion. Well, that's, he's extremely talented. Well, he did go after that. I can't remember what the point was about that, but it is like, you. it's not this. I hate it when people say that RC is so expensive. Yeah, it is. If you make it expensive, yes, it doesn't have to be expensive. You can, the next Ryan Mayfield could actually, you know what? Before he was good, he didn't go to all the big races, did he? He was some kid from Arizona. And they had the Cactus Classic there every year, the one big race, and he started doing well there. That's how he became noticed. You didn't see him flying yes, all around. Yes, but you got you to gotta understand at the time when he was club listen, racing. Listen, listen, you didn't, you didn't see him flying all around America to all these big races, trying to make all the mains and all. You don't need to do that. You don't. That's bad advice. Well, can I can I say I, I disagree with you? Go to every single race. No, not to every to single race. To become good or to become noticed. I I disagree with you now, and I'll say that why. And this is this comes back. Brian Mayfield was racing club racing, and club racing was at an extremely high level. Now we don't even have the desert classic. Well, we do, but it's not like it is is used to be. Not the predominant. Yes, it's prominent, but it's not as prominent as before. So while I agree, but you got to understand when you grow up in California and Arizona and you can, you know, in those areas, your club race scene, scene even to this day is really good. Like a club race in California, like, a, a, like you go to a Tuesday night nationals at Hot Rod, there's some competition there. You know what I mean? So it's different. I think people have to travel, especially in America. Like you have to, and you have to pick your races that you go to. Like if, if, if a pro is to be, if your goal is to be a pro, then you need to go to the nationals. You need to go to, to a DNC. You need to go to, I would, I would say definitely go to those two races, a PMB, all that type of stuff. Those are some of the three big races that stick out to my, my, my brain uh, as this, but I mean, I honestly, I don't, I don't oh, agree. I, we can, we can, I, I just don't agree with you. Like, because from, for me, honestly, PMB does nothing for you. If you go, if you go to PMB, and unless you have like a stellar qualifying run or something, if you like just finish in the top 15, let's say, and you make the main and you finish 15th or, or something like, what does that do for you? It doesn't do anything more than you could have done just saving that money and staying Look, home. I'm not, I'm not discouraging people from club racing. I'm just saying what to go on about what the book says. And I, but I happen to agree with that. You don't. This is what a, a rant and a debate is all about. How about this one? Race more than one class. 
At grassroots level, racing multiple classes is a great way to get noticed. But this is all about it's a great it's a great way to lose a lot of money too. Great way to get noticed. RC manufacturers look for drivers who are diverse in different classes. They figure out that if someone is good is is good at more than one class, they have RC talent. This is a huge step in getting noticed, especially if you start winning different classes. Running different classes will also help you figure out where you really shine, so you can figure out your bread and butter class. So this is for those guys who oh, who I disagree again. I disagree with this one hundred percent because it's the same guys who go out and run e buggy and and truggy and they make the A mains and then they're in the D main for nitro buggy. You know what class you should be practicing more and you should be running more is nitro buggy because that's gonna help. No, you, you should be running the your favorite class. Well, that too. But if your goal is to become a better driver and get noticed, it's not through truggy and e buggy, and we both know that. Not now, maybe e buggy in the future. But what I'm trying to say is a different driving style, correct, for both of those classes. Would you not say that Nitro Buggy is harder to drive than those two classes? Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I would say it's harder. Right. Don't we... I like, think if you run electric, you run 10 scale. If you run Nitro, you run 8 scale Nitro Buggy. Right, that That's should be your predominant. And then whatever the other classes are, is like filler classes right. then. Right. So. This her says, Support you can figure out what your bread and butter class is. When somebody comes to me and says, hey, man, I make an A-man in Truggy, I'm like, no, oh, that's great. I don't I don't sell Truggies. Like, you know what I mean? You don't have Truggies. You, I don't, I mean, it doesn't, like, I like Truggy, don't get me wrong. No, no offense to my Truggy guys. I'm a Truggy guy. But Truggy's easier to drive. Let's be straight up. It's, it's wider. It's got more rubber. It's longer. It's more forgiving. You know, let you get away from mistakes. The same mistakes you make in Truggy, you can't make in Nitro Buggy. E-Buggy has the power to get you out of spots when you need it. Nitro Buggy is about carrying corner speed. Racing more than one class is a great way to get you noticed because you're going to be spending a lot of money. And, 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 that's, and manufacturers see that. Don't you agree, Joseph? But do you see what I'm going with this template? I I think that you should race one class, which is your favorite class, yeah. and and you should make sure you should have two cars of that. You should have a race car and a practice car. You should maintain them well. You should learn the car in and out, so you are really on top of what you're doing. And that's it. I think the only exception would be 10 scale, where you should run two-wheel drive and four-wheel drive. Mm -hmm. And but even wrong. then, if you are only beginning, if you are truly just a beginner, just pick one of them yes. and just run one. I would but agree. I if mean, it, when you have become like active racer in it, if you can afford it, get both. Mm -hmm. Because that's how all 10 scale races is always about both. Right. So run both. But other than that, I would just focus on the one class. Well, I think people just get excited. You know, when you get into this and you get you got a nitro buggy or you got an e-buggy and you get this and then you want this and you want that. You see all these classes. The reason a lot of people run classes is because so many classes because it's another opportunity to probably make a final and yeah. get a trophy. Yes, and it's more run time too. But I mean, I don't know. I, I've ran multiple classes. I like would I would I go to DNC and run three classes next if it happened? No way. No way. It'd There's be too also, expensive. Seasonal racing. So, in many parts of the world, you run nitro buggy in the summer, and then winter time you can't run outdoors. So you pick something else. So, ten scale off road or touring cars or something else. So there's that kind of racing too, which you're kind of forced to run. 
more than one class, but it's seasonal. So I just think going to I think going to your club race, like going to a Tuesday night or Wednesday night club race and racing three classes is just a it's a waste. If you go to a big race, yes, obviously you need to kind of race two or more two or more classes to get track time. But it depends on what you like. If that's true too, you might some like people it. just, I just enjoy it. They race everything. That's fine. Like Jay Smoker, you know, who cares? That's what he likes to do. And Jay does talking about zero maintenance to his want, cars. Yeah, we are talking about the people who want to do as well as they can in this. Like they enjoy this hobby, and they also want to become good drivers. So, what's the best? What what are the best practices? How do they do that? Race, that's what we're racing, talking about. Racing. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, but for them, that's my right, point. Right, right. For them, focus on well, one class. Like, don't be. Yeah. You don't have to go to every fucking race in the world. No, you don't. I did not country. say you have to go to no. every race in the world, but you do have to attend some bigger races. I would say. Yeah, of course. If you live in an area where there's no good racing, really, like no good drivers, really, and you're first after one year of racing, you're the best driver there. Okay, it's going to be hard to progress. So. The more you can race somewhere else against better drivers, the better. Mm-hmm. I, w- I think that's yeah. what this article should say. Like, race against better people. Get better. All this type of stuff. Oh, I had a light go out. What did I? Something went out. Something dimmed on. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, just, like, just was in my brain. Um, it's been in my brain for a few weeks, and I've been kind of figuring out a way to to uh, not to talk about it and you know you kind of vetoed it a few times but drake almost made a good video yeah he did i watched it before of. he came on um I'm, I'm i agree with his club but here's something i'm gonna say too drake also lives in socal where club racing is awesome you know what i mean yeah well it used to be it's still it good isn't anymore it's, it's still good, good joseph it's, it's still good but it's not as good as it used to be yeah and maybe it, it could get back to that but, I mean, yeah, I'm all for a local club. But then, then the problem is, see, yeah, California, it's great weather. You don't have to worry about rain too much. You know, you can, summertime, it's hot. But, you know, during the winter, you can still race outdoors and all that stuff. And you got other people, like, in the Carolinas and the southeast, where you got to do with rain and winter, and obviously up north, east, and, you know, all those areas with all that type of stuff. So, I don't know, man. I mean, Club racing is is probably going to always be best in in California because there's so much you know just so much guys doing it there. But it was a good video, and I agree, we do need to get back to to club racing. But I think this, you know, um, let's just put it this way: winning sportsman at DNC is not going to make you a pro, a pro RC car driver. Winning open at DNC. Why I say DNC because it's probably the biggest race where we get most of the most of the competition. There's other races out there like that too. It's not going to make you a pro RC driver. There is such a big, a steep learning curve between between being fast, winning open, and winning pro. And it takes, it's little steps like this that take a lot of time unless you're extremely talented and you bypass all those steps and you just go right to the top. But to claw from that, winning that open class to making that main and finishing in the top five and, open, and pro, it is a lot of work. Like when I mean a lot of work, like when you hit that pipe in that corner, you couldn't make that mistake. In the pro class, you lose positions. You know what I mean? I think people don't understand that part too. The transition from open to to pro is immense, and it's so many. It's it's very hard. You know what I mean? It's very hard. Like to make progression. I'm gonna use I'll use Max as an example. 
Not nothing against Max. I like Max. He's my boy. I haven't spoken to him for a long time. Max was really fast. He won DNC. He won Open. He did a good job for us. But I think Max kind of struggled when he came up to actually being a, a pro driver, like racing against the guys in RCGP, where he couldn't make those mistakes that he made in Open before. You know what I mean? And yes, that probably frustrated him. And then obviously, he, you know what I mean? Then it frustrates you. It's the car. It's this. I need a change. I need that. And I need that. Oh, it's not that. It just takes time, perseverance, practice, especially if you're not the talent, the most talented RC driver. And that, that, from that open class to that top level, is, it's so hard. It's so unattainable. So many people, so many people in this industry have failed doing that. They were like the diamond. You know the diamond meme, Mike, Joseph? Like that one guy's like yeah. one one step away, and then that guy's walking back, and the other guy's coming. He's gonna get all the riches. Well, it's it's some it's a life, but it's very similar in RC, I would say. So I don't know. My thing is have fun, worry about uh, being this sponsored, big sponsored champion, and all that type of stuff when it comes. Get out of your region, go race against faster guys. You will not get fa- you can. If you're a big fish in a little pond, you will never get faster. It's the same problem we have in Bermuda, same problem we have in Dominican Republic. You need to get out and race and swim with big fish to get faster. Then you know where you sit. That's why the nationals, the, the worlds, is Euros are my, my favorite races, period. Because, you know, you know where you sit. Even RCGP, when the RC2 class goes, they'll know where they sit. So it's, it's the illusion that we've created, man. We as an industry have created the illusion that everybody can be a pro because they can have their name in the back of their shirt. And what it is, is that you can go get that done. You can go buy that. Uh, that reminded me of what Degani always says, that there are too many drivers in the main. And I kind of agree. You know why? Because there are so many brands now and so many drivers who are actually pro at some level. Like they're fully professional or they're semi-professional. <laughs> they get paid. They get travel. But the, the sort of the low end of those guys don't really deserve it in my opinion. But when there are so many spots in all these mains, they are always in the mains. Right. So it's, there's not this separation of like, well, those are the actual top right, guys right, and right. these aren't. So it also, it almost sort of tricks these companies to be like, Oh, well, this guy's good. He's in always in the mains and they, you know, give better support to some drivers that I don't really think, should get it. Oh, who do you think you is know, one of so these drivers? I was thinking, I was thinking that imagine if it was that all these, all these uh, races only had ten cars in the main, like it used to be. Oh, there would be a lot of drivers who never through. make the main. Oh, and only eight straight through, like it used to be. Yeah, or, yeah or however, yeah. however they do it, but it, ten or maybe maximum twelve drivers in the mains, and there would be. A lot of drivers who never make the main, yep. who are always in the mains now. So I don't I, know. Just I don't know how I feel about that. Exclusive. Who are the top guys? I don't know how I feel about that. I kind of like. I kind of want to make the main too. Like, so if it's gonna be fifteen guys, there's fifteen chats. See, I'm I'm guilty of it too. I'm guilty of it. I don't know, man. I don't know what the. What are we gonna have? Twenty five car mains? Like, oh, we we built a track on an acre of land. Twenty five cars. At AMS, at that small track, they had uh, 17, 15 car mains, I think it was. 16, 15, 16. It also speeds up the the race day because there's so many entries too. So that's the other reason it's done. Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? I think Drake's video was good. Um, 
He almost, I thought he was going to go savage for a bit, but I was like, no. We're still waiting for the real Drake to show up. Well, just He's stop. still too PC, like he backing no, down because everything. I, you, because backing, he has to almost be. Almost backing, backing the car back into the garage almost there at the end. <laughs> oh, my god! You know, stand by what he says. I don't know, man. All I want to say to the people that are listening to this podcast, have fun with RC. You are fortunate to do it. You have, tr- like, especially to my, my American friends. I always say this to my American friends. Oh, my track's two hours away. I said, guess what? I have to hop on a plane and fly to a track. You know what I mean? Very fortunate. If you can go race RC cars, if you can go club race, go club race. You don't have to go to that state championship or non, like, and also, like, if it ain't, <clears throat> if it ain't raw, officially, an officially raw-backed event, there's no such thing as, you know, it's not a national champion. It's not a regional champion or a state champion. It's there's no federation to approve that. So I'm going to make a lefty the great. I'm going to make myself lefty the great world champion RC driver in my own series, in my own mind, in my own federation. You can do that. I know. Lefty the great world champion. Never raced world championship, but I'm a it's world like champion. Baseball. Uh, Isn't basketball even world champions? Or football, yeah, American football. That's well, nobody else plays American yeah, football, America. Joseph. Yeah, but it's called the NFL, National Football League, and then they become world champions. Oh, this it's... is actually, we just solved it. We just solved it. This is why. why. This is why it's Americans. Everything they do, it's always just Americans. They invent something, so it's their thing. So, like, inventing all the different classes, and then they win, and they're world champions. Even though it's only Americans that did it, but still, the world champions. So same thing in RC. Invent all these different classes, and then they win, and they feel like they're the best in the world, and they deserve to be paid. <laughs> we just cracked it. It's, it's a oh, lifelong, lifelong marination in bullshit. Yeah, that's what it is. There okay. you go. Well, that's your opinion. I just think it's... I think it's RC, man. I just see... Well, I guess because that's all it's I focus on, on it's RC. It's the same thing in everything. I guess I focus on RC more than anything. I don't know. I'm sure everything's the same, motocross, so... Well, in the motocross, you know, it, it's... In the motocross, they have the motocross donations that they race so that they can see which country is the best. Uh, be cool if RC had something like that. Oh, maybe it will. Who knows? Anyway, Joseph, I have engaged. You have engaged enough. Thank you for your time. I greatly appreciate it. You're probably going to have a lot of people that hate you after these American comments. But, you know, that's nothing new. That's your, people don't like facts. That's your MO. What do you guys think? Are we taking? Are, are people taking this too seriously right off the bat? Are we, are we fooling ourselves with these state championships and this and all this different type of stuff? Are we just... Are we just like a horse with blinders on? We're not looking like we just focus on this. What do we do? What, like fun first, fun first in RC, then everything else comes. If you have time, uh, you know, the most fun I've had racing is at club races that meant nothing, but it's that's the most fun I've had. There have been a few club races at OCRC, mm-hmm. and then years ago. We had this indoor track in Finland in like a bomb shelter. It was pretty small carpet track. We raced touring cars. So we had some races there, which was so fun. It's just insanity. Like so fun that we literally racing, club racing, 
some drivers had to pull over. They were laughing so much because yeah. of something that happened, you know? That's what it Not like intentional takeouts, but like rough driving and like... But that's how just, it starts. Yeah, that's, that's the most fun to this day. But the racing side, like European Championships or World Championships or big races where I have goals, like I need to do something, those are a different kind of fun. Right. They are like a you achieve something you have a, it's a different sort of satisfaction i get it's, what you mean it's it's something that you enjoy more after afterwards you're nervous and stressed and stuff it's the process is fun and then the result mm-hmm. whereas the club racing there's no stress there's you can uh, relax just be yourself there's no sort of uh, there's no pressure and it's just fun in the moment. Mm-hmm. And for most people, that is what it should be yes. all the time. 99 point, 99% of the people racing RC cars, that's what it should be. Yeah, because they aren't, they aren't really, what, what are they trying to do? Like there's nothing, hinge, nothing in their life really hinges upon that. Right. No paycheck, no future thing. That's what I tell life, people all the really. time. So just about everything they do in RC should be like that moment. Even though they have goals of doing well in races still. So it's a balance. It's in your, all in your head. Yeah. You, so people should remember that. You know, one of, a lot of people, oh man, I want to work in the RC industry. I was like, man, I don't know if you really want that. You know, it's a lot of work, not a lot of money. And I like to tell people when you work in the candy shop, the candy isn't so sweet anymore. Well, that's why for 2021, I'm, I'm going to find my passion and do more RC stuff. You know, like, yeah, I would love to do RCGP, race RCGP and stuff like that. I think it's fortunate. I, I just, I, I just can't, ugh. I'm going to be doing RC stuff. Don't worry. But yeah, man, um, I, I think we just need to have fun and stop trying to be, yeah, we, we, you know, we talk about pro stuff on her because, you know, obviously it's, that's what intrigues us, the pro racing side of RC and the, the rumors and all that type of stuff and everything going on. So that excites us and it excites fellow racers. But, I mean, like we're not all going to be Ryan Mayfields, man. Somebody's got to be a JQ. Somebody's got to be a lefty and bring it up, bring bring up the rear guard, you know. And that's fine. I don't care if I went to a race and finished dead last as long as I had fun. Because I haven't done RC in so long. But I don't want to finish dead last. <laughs> I want to finish at least a main up from dead last. Look, little girls. I'm happy with that. I don't know, man. We need to get back to enjoying RC. So I do agree with Drake on that. And I do agree with what you just said. Come on, guys. Let's have fun in RC. What are you guys' thoughts on this rant? It went longer than what we thought. One uh, more thing. We're not oh done. Gosh. You know what? Drake made that video, right? Yes. That's not going to do anything. But he can. He has power. Yes. Adam Drake has influence and power in RC. He should use that more for something good because I know his true opinions because he tells them to me at the race, but he never says them publicly because he's this PC vanilla, not taking any stand either way. Everyone's friend. Like, I really like this, but we know be like fucking take a stand. I know what he thinks. He should say those things and he should help the industry and point it in the right direction. Mugen has a lot of influence and power too. If Mugen decides this is what our drivers will do and uh, this is what we endorse, Mugen drivers will follow. 
like they can do good things, but it, it pisses me off when pe- I know what people think behind the scenes and then publicly they just go along like everything's fine. It's fucking annoying. Well, just so this was a really good video by Adam because he almost, he's like, he opened the door. It's cracked it open. He cracked the door open. So now just fucking kick that door in and walk through and let's get back to more club racing and less of this money grabbing bullshit races. You know what? I actually agree. Seriously, with you. I, I agree if, with you. If you and Adam Drake just decided, like, okay, let's let's put up put together a plan. Like, we we need more club racing, and if they really wanted that, they could do that. If they in California started doing that and influenced the RC scene, got more people on board, you know, associated drivers and all of this, things would change. That's how things change. Mm-hmm. Things don't change because people just talk behind everyone's backs in secret. No, things change because people have an opinion. They don't like something. They want to change it. And then they fucking change it. That's how things change in the world. Everything, big things, small things. That's how, that's how it happens. Okay. I have one reason for the whole captain club race thing, to be honest. Oh God, here we go. Like why do you always pick on Adam and this and that? This is one reason. You know, seriously, because all right. I uh, let's put it this way: if 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 Adam really makes a positive, helps to make make a positive change, and we have more club racing and less of these money grab bullshit races in RC, if he do, does that, I will s- stop making fun of him. You said 100%. that one hundred percent. Okay. No, I I really will. No more Captain Club race. Ultimate respect. All right. I That's do agree. It. I do agree that he has the power because he has a lot of influence in RC. He is very influential. Um, um, but I did like his. I did like it. I did like his video. And hopefully, but you know, you have to understand, Joseph. Not everybody can be as savage as you. You don't need to be savage. You can still achieve the same the things you want. You can do it in many different ways. Oh, you haven't figured out a way to do it unsavagely. All right, Joseph. Actually, that I'm was a good. Slower. That's a good rant. I'm glad you. I got you engaged. That virtual pimp slap worked at the beginning of this podcast. Yeah, I love it. Anything else you want to add before we go? In? If you you think of it when I'm about to shut down, close out. No, I am really done with this. Okay. Anyway, guys, let us know what you guys think about our rant this week. Um, thank you to Jason Ehrlich for coming on the podcast. Remember, guys, go to Racecraft USA. Hit him up if you want to get yourself a command module. I'll hopefully have mine soon, and I'll get it set up. I'll show you guys. It looks pretty cool. Thank you to uh, everybody that sent in questions for the Beach RC Bench Racing Q&A. And, um, yeah, man, thank you to Joseph for your time. It was good. I was always – it's it's. I'm enjoying these podcasts. I told you. I'm, I'm starting to enjoy us, like, creating content again and all that type of stuff. Like, yes, you was in a bad mood, but no, you, you engage. I like it. Good. Good job, Joseph. I would give you two thumbs up, but I can't. Next, you just need to get another co-host so I can just come on for like 15 minutes. Oh, stop your noise. You love it. You love this stuff. <laughs> really? You really should get someone. You love it. This is your this is your soapbox. Uh, thank you to all the awesome... Uh, thank you to all of the NNRC squad around the world. Thank you guys for... Please share this podcast. Help it go viral. Thank you for your support. Help us get to 3,000 likes on Facebook. Help us to get to 2,000 followers on Instagram. Help us to get to 1,000 subs and 4,000 viewing hours on YouTube. (laughs) 
that's like a very hard out. That's a very hard goal to get on YouTube, by the way. Um, but yeah, please go sub. Uh, you need that for. Well, yeah, for, uh, for features and stuff, so you can add thumbnails and. Yeah, yeah, all that type of stuff. It just like, and then oh, I went to YouTube to grow. I went to YouTube to grow because I plan on doing more video next year. Not your style of videos, where you know, in depth, in depth in analysis of one corner of a carpet race, but um, yeah, check out Joseph's channel. Oh, where are you? Right there, JQ Products TV. Um, he just dropped a, JQ a Racing TV. This is JQ Racing. I always look up JQ Products. JQ Racing TV. Sorry. I'll put a link to that in the written description. Go give him some subs. Check out his Bruno Coelho uh, interview. Also, don't forget his world-famous, now now world-famous nitro tuning video. Good job with that, Joseph. <clears throat> uh, cool. Thank you to all the patrons and patrons that support us. If you guys wish to support this, this, uh, this podcast a little bit more, we use the Patreon money to help pay some bills. Also, buy new things. And next year, hopefully traveling, if we get back to traveling. So thank you to all the patrons. Written description for that down below. Shout out to all the awesome companies that support us. They are RCMX Online, Techno RC, Beach RC, JQ Racing, Papa Willie's Traction Tonic, Manscaped.com, Rob's Oil, uh, Wally Builds, JQ Threads, Sun City RC, soon to come Racecraft USA. And yeah, if you are a company and you want to advertise on the No Name RC podcast in 2021, hit me up. We're looking for people for 2021 and we're going to do big things with video in 2021. So hook us up. This is just the teething, teething right here, you know, going through the video stuff. Thank you for all the support to these awesome companies. Thank you to my buddy, Connor Ayler, for all his support. Um, shout out to the CTRC crew. Shout out to all the, all the racers around the world, man. Everybody listen to this podcast. Thank you. Enjoy your weekend. Send it with responsibility or not. Remember, Nitro is the glory, but e-buggy pays the bills. If you ain't grinding, you slide. If you ain't grinding, you're sliding. And hard work beats talent, but talent doesn't work hard. Ain't that right, Joseph? That's right. Thank you for engaging, Joseph. Thank you, everybody, for listening. You know what? Lefty out. I have the right outro this time. Boom. Cool. Thank you for listening to the No Name RC Podcast. We greatly appreciate all the support and love from you, the listeners. Without all of you, none of this is possible. Special thanks to our patrons on Patreon. If you wish to support the podcast further, you can at patreon.com forward slash NNRC Podcast. As a patron, you will receive early releases, special content, and patrons. Patron only giveaways. Also, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and our website, www.nnrcpodcast.com. Remember, Nitro is the glory, but eBuggy pays the bills. If you aren't having fun, it doesn't make sense. And if you ain't grinding, you're sliding lefty out. Nitro is the glory, Nitro is the glory, Nitro is the glory.
wasn't so bad. <laughs> <laughs>